A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. What did you say? I think we ought to go back to the old song. Really? Yeah, this guy that sings this song. I think Gor- Gordon's Gordon's politicking a little bit for that too. Yeah, I'm a Gord. Gordon's checks Gord on. He texts me like every Saturday and he says, "Can we change that song?" Yeah. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, morning, Chris. Not a beautiful day in paradise. Morning, Kirk. Good yeah. morning. Yeah. Jeff Logman, Captain Kirk Waltz, in here in studio for the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter favor and it seems like every fisherman known to mankind right a cast of thousands is fishing the 2023 dailies old school kingfish shootout presented by yellowfin you That's know really good. this tournament this <laughs> tournament I, I cheated if things go the right way th- this tournament might actually make it you, you think I, i'm just I, i'm might be going out on a limb there i think it's got a chance of uh being successful maybe possibly maybe now paul dozier and lauren have done an amazing job and congratulations to them. I, I want to say that the, and we're going to find out for sure here at about seven twenty. we're going to get Paul Dozier on and get the exact information. But I mean, I'm the way I understand it, you know, 650 ish boats. I mean, that's an incredible number. That's incredible for a, a tournament that's limited and spanned from three miles down offshore to, and it's per It's a perfect tournament. It really I mean, is. I mean, the rules, the way it's set up, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better set of rules to where it makes it fair and fun for everybody. It's a level playing field. I mean, from a 17-foot Boston whaler to the biggest boat you want to take out well, there and go at it, you've got to fish within three miles. And maybe the best part has been the weather for weeks has been eh. Oh, my gosh. I mean, eh. I wrote my fishing report for Coastal Angler Magazine and submitted it to Danny, uh, Danny Patrick, and I talked about it. I, I mean, you figure, we had two nor'easters from the end of May to the first of June. It's to me, it's unprecedented. Two. I can't, I and can't they, remember f- full blown northeaster. I mean, we had sustained winds. I remember I called Tim Carney uh, down at his house, and he's right there at, at the Mayport boat ramp. 
and he said we had sustained winds at the pilot house at 33 knots. Sustained. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's not a gust. That's not, you know, okay, just a little bit of a breeze. That that's a full blown. That's something. I mean, you, that's tropical. That's something you typically see in the dead of winter around. Yeah, here. it's it's very odd, and because of the weather, it has made fishing on the beach and the king fishing limited. Well, it, at best, you know, we were we were hogstrung. I mean, we couldn't go anywhere. Well, you can't get off. Well, look, when you've got northeast blowing. 20 to 25, you're not getting out. Yeah. Okay. And you're not going to troll the beach. And so because of the limitations with the weather, there's a lot of area that hasn't been, I mean, what, for lack of a better term, beat up. No. And, and the, the couple days after we came out of that last blow, all of a sudden people are catching kingfish off the pier. Yeah. Like what? And, and, and it's the not dirtiest even, water in the you dirty can water. I mean, it looked like soap sud water. I mean, it was terrible. I mean, I popped out of the end. I fished a lot last week and this week. And I looked at, I come down the beach and I'm thinking, there's not going to be fish in this nasty stuff. And there, and there was. And then I get a text. Hey, they caught 10 kingfish on the pier yesterday. And I'm like, you got to be kidding. Yeah. I mean, on a Sunday. And they have really had an epic week and a half of kingfishing off the Jacksonville Beach Pier. But you, but the boaters haven't been able to get there, but other than the last couple of days. I mean, a few days this week, people were able to get out, and the ones that have gotten out have had pretty good luck. I, okay? caught, a de- I caught a good one yesterday. Yeah, well, how big? Uh, um, I'd say probably in the, the very low 30s to okay. high 20s. All right. Um, That's a good fish. Jeremy Alvarez had one that I sent you a picture of. That yeah, I know fish. that. Real nice fish, pretty pretty good fish. Yeah, mid thirties or maybe. Is he fishing today too? He's, he and his wife Andrea. Fish. We might have to talk to Jeremy as well because yeah. we're going to talk to a bunch of guys. Steve Mullen's got a boat full. Uh, we might talk to Steve. Steve t- uh, told me this morning that the boat ramp was uh, was a, a little loaded. A zoo. <laughs> we got a <laughs> we got a short got, terms. We we being have friendly. A, we have I mean, a girls group text. Okay, and I've got a couple of them. Okay. I say girls group, you know, it's a, it's a group of guys and you're on well, that text chain. I, I want to be off that text chain. I'm just going to, Dylan brought it up this morning and I'm sitting there talking to your son and I'm going, <laughs> and then in Mullethead, what the heck? I mean, at, at five fifty eight this morning, I like kingfishing. No, no, no. You like to text. You're texting at 10 30 at night. I'm trying to sleep and my phone is off and it's lighting up and I'm going, mine was dinging all night. What the, what the, what man? <laughs> Everybody was excited. You, you text. Everybody was excited, but but anyway, you don't the, like kingfishing. You like playing with your phone. There's what the a heck, group man? of guys, and I say it's the girls' group, and and Kevin has this thing, and it's called the Gray Goose Cup, and there's yeah. a lot of guys that are on that, and it's a group of guys, and all they're doing is they're having their own tournament within the tournament, right. right? And so this week in this kingfish tournament in particular, me and Gordon have a side bet. I mean, because that's part of the fun of the tournament, yeah, right? I mean, it's side bets. Why not? I mean, if me and you were fishing, right, and like we do in the El Cheapo, yeah. we have a side bet. Yeah. Well, this group of uh, the the group of Kevin has. I mean, this is a big group of side bets. Yeah. Well, me and Gordon have a side bet within that group. Okay, we had a draft. Yeah, there's nine nine or was there eight guys in that group? Well, we had a draft. Okay, so there were. I believe five guys on that text, and I think it ended up going up a little bit. I think somebody else added to it, but anyway, there was five guys in that group text that yeah. were fishing a tournament. Yeah, and so 
Gordon and I, we had a draft. Okay, you pick one, I pick one, or I think it was you pick one, I pick two, and then you get the last one if you want first choice. Right. So anyway, the uh, the draft that we had, I have two fishing teams. Gordon has two fishing teams, right? And there's one that's left out, and the one that left out is left out actually wasn't left out initially, but then his text mouth got him in a little bit of trouble and he got he got replaced and so beer money is now the fifth guy that's out of that group of five Mm -hmm. he's the one that's out looking in Mm -hmm. okay so now there's another side bet because of that so there's a side bet and then another side bet because there's one guy that's not in the tournament and folks if you're listening to this this uh, this bannering here and you're confused uh don't feel totally get it don't feel lonely because I am totally confused. But there, I have no flipping clue. But there, it happens through the tournament all the time. You have people that oh, make side bets. So, so our side bet is I've got two teams. Gordon's got two teams. The aggregate weight of the two teams versus the aggregate weight of the other two teams. Okay? You know. And if the one that's unpicked, which is now beer money, right. okay, ends up catching more, okay, so we take his – total right multiply it by two to give him an aggregate two boat aggregate if his total beats the aggregate i know i know kirk you're a little Ooh. slow i need Ooh. a i need a chris a, has got this and i need a calculator because i'm lost but if but I, if, thank, thank if you, beer money beats and the I other wasn't two paying attention boats, either. and a tylenol <laughs> or the other two teams me and gordon have to buy and we we put a bet of angie's a you know, lunch. Yeah, no, that's a good that's that's a good bet. I like that. Yeah, it's a yeah. good bet. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to hear from all of those guys. We're going to call and talk to all of them. We're going to talk to Paul Dozier. It's actually very exciting, though. I oh, mean, it's, it's totally fun. You know, it's a big I, deal. I'm so happy for Paul and his wife because the weather leading up to this had everybody kind of constrained going, hmm, I don't know if we're going to do this if we don't get the conditions for it. All right, well, let's do a weather that's report. A, that's a lot of effort to put into something and all of a sudden be held back because of weather. Well, along those lines, let's go ahead and do a weather report. Okay. Brought to you by the Bearded Pig, the best barbecue in Jacksonville, period, and Jacksonville yeah. Beach yeah. because there's two locations, one in San Marco area, the other one right at Jacksonville Beach. And the weather ought to be just right here in the next day or two so I can get that that smell coming back to the house again. Mm. Oh, yeah. God. That's such Beef a ribs, thing. Oh. brisket. If you haven't had a brisket sandwich at the Bearded Pig, oh, it's it's an injustice. It Coleslaw, really chopped brisket, and a little bit of sweet sauce is money. Uh, it's just all right. So mouth, for right. today, for all the kingfishermen, northeast winds five to ten knots, becoming east around ten knots in the afternoon. Seas around two feet. Okay, the uh, dominant period is four seconds. This afternoon, intercoastal waters a light chop. Chance of showers with a slight chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Tonight, southeast winds, 5 to 10 knots. Seas around 2 feet. So the weather should be pretty good. It might get a little choppy, but it should be totally fine. Tomorrow, if those are going to be fishing tomorrow and may not be fishing in the tournament today, southeast winds, 5 to 10 knots. Seas around 2 feet, 7 seconds on the period. On Monday, southwest winds, 10 to 15 knots. Seas around 2 feet. Five seconds on the interval. On Tuesday, southwest winds around 10 knots. So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, mm-hmm. it's going to be either west or southwest. And here's another thing, too. Primo to- weather for fishing the beach. Well, and I like the little change in what we saw yesterday with southwest 
southeast, and then it goes northeast. And, and the reason why it takes that really pretty water and brings it in on a southwest, southeast. And then when you get the wind that comes around northeast, it kind of settles everything down. And for some reason, it does seem to set the fish off. And you got the temperature today. It's a high 86, 87 tomorrow. Then it's going to start jumping. 92 on Monday, 92 on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday and Thursday, they're talking 96, 94 degrees. So that's going to be a barn burner on mm-hmm. Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're Summertime talking. Summertime heat. I'm telling you. And I got to the boat ramp the other day and walked up to get in the truck. I think it was on a Thursday. And opened the door of the truck and hopped in and looked at the temperature gauge on the front of the dashboard, and it was 105 at the mm. boat ramp. Mm. Now, I realize that the truck's kind of warm, Yeah, but you could have cooked an egg on that sidewalk at the boat oh, ramp. Oh, I bet. And I'm thinking, here it's, it is officially summer, mm-hmm. you know. Well, we've been lucky. We, we, have been, we haven't had a whole lot of heat yet. So anyway, all right, let's do a Tides Report brought to you by Angie Subs. We will talk about some Angie Subs. Well, and I want to tell you, too. We got a story had, to tell. I had a turkey sub there last Saturday, and it was delicious. It, it's by far some of the best turkey I've ever eaten. Oh, yeah. that's what Jeff thinks, too. I, I'm telling you. It just melt in I your had, mouth good. I had, a, I had a different sub, and I can't remember which one it was. It had roast beef on it, and it was outstanding. It was good. So here's the kicker, though. Here's the story. <laughs> pretty funny actually this is true it's really funny <laughs> it's true you and i were both looking at each other like what so uh me and kirk we meet at angie subs got merle with me okay merle's the uh outdoor show team mascot so we roll up in there we order yeah. sandwiches and and they had a special they got jeff a's or jeff a's mix which yep. is a mixture of regular fries and sweet potato fries and tater tots it's the jeff a and it, the jeff a the okay? jeff a um, El Jefe. I don't know if it's named after me, but I'll just claim that hey, it is. We'll buy into it, you know? Okay. So we go there to get subs and this French fry mix. Yep. And uh, and we order it. And I love sweet potato fries. Oh, I love sweet potato fries. I really do. So we sit down and we're initially waiting on our Jefe's mix. And we ordered the large. We ordered the large. And, and it comes and it was a small. <laughs> so we were like, well, we paid for the large. We, we ordered large. Well, of course, you know, customer service at Angie's is awesome. Yeah. Especially when the owner's not around. Yeah. And we he immediately jumped on it and got us the double. Yeah. Well, then the owner himself, Mr. Ed Malin, comes and sits down with us. And we invited, hey, have a seat. Make yeah, have a home. seat. You know, hang out. Hang out with us. We're going to just sit there and chat and. So we've got now, we've got the Jeff A's French fry mix. Waiting for our sandwiches. Okay, so Kirk, because a lot of people might think that I'm making more of the story than really what's there. So no, it's the truth. Kirk is a very honorable person. Chris, would you not say? I would. Would you expect would Kirk to tell any kind of a lie? Uh, I Unless it was absolutely necessary. Okay, Kirk, <laughs> go, tell, tell us what happened. So we're sitting there nibbling. On the mm-hmm. small that we got, not oh. the large. And so and it was Ed, good. It was good. And yep. Ed sits down and uh, he starts nibbling too. Yes. And about five minutes later, as we finish the first batch, here comes the second one. Mm-hmm. We're going, oh, good. We'll have enough to enjoy with our sandwiches. Yeah. And we got a nibbler at the table. Mm-hmm. A nibbler? A, a big nibbler. <laughs> and he starts nibbling a lot. <laughs> for a minute there, I thought he, 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 he helped pay for the meal. I was thinking that he just ordered those for himself. You yeah, and I thought so there was, was going to be another one coming at any minute. Well, you so, know, you got to—not to cut you short, Chris—but you know, you got a serious nibbler when the nibbler starts trioing the fries. Yeah, 
the string fries. Yeah, like oh. not, not not grabbing one. One, you're trioing them yeah. and dipping them in. So the, he's dipping into feeding frenzy at this point. He is totally put the feed bag on. He's hungry and he's nibbling. Now, heavy. Chris, if you own the restaurant, right, <laughs> right, what might you do if you start nibbling on said customers? French fry mix. Well, I think that the honorable thing to do mm. would be to supply yet another order. Well, you Bingo. Would it snap not? your fingers and right. you know, hey, garshon, garshon. Hook, hook them up. Another order. Yes, hook them up because the I, just, I just feed bagged all their stuff. So, Kirk, let me ask you this question, okay, and you are under oath. Yeah. Did the owner of said restaurant order an additional batch of french fries to supplant the ones that he was nibbling on well it 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 did not come to fruition let's put it that way you can't handle the truth (laughs) wow are you kidding me how turdy is that i mean you know george washington did not tell a fib when he was asked if he cut down the cherry tree and the cherry tree was laying on the table empty and (laughs) (laughs) it was like we were eating our sandwiches thinking ed Certainly, we'll get a few more, and it didn't. And we didn't get any more. No, we didn't. Anyway, folks, uh, Angie subs. uh, That dirty dog. The the Jeff A. Mix French fries are are money. I will tell you, the the turkey sandwich I had, and I even said something to Ed, the quality of the bread at that place makes a sandwich. It really does. I mean, if you go to some of these Brand X sub shops and you bite into the bread, it's like it's two-day-old bread. It's like eating a sponge, and you go into their place and you bite into a sandwich, and it's like, son. Oh. Well, it's like somebody just baked it. It's fresh baked bread. So, anyway. mm-hmm. all right. So, what's the tides? Tides. For the, day? the tide is falling. Um, we had a high tide at two thirty-six a.m. this morning. Low tide at eight forty-four. So it's a pretty morning to go fishing, but I'm telling you, the boat ramps are packed. We're looking looking at a 4.7. We're coming up. I'm pretty sure this is a full moon. I think I I saw the moon. Dylan, what do you got on that phone of yours? I guarantee I think it's a full moon. But light winds, I don't think it's going to be over what they say, a 4.7. And I will tell you one of the coolest things I saw yesterday, Jeff. I pull in. I've got a couple nice kingfish to clean. Mm -hmm. And there's a a young guy at the cleaning table. I'm sorry. I, I I don't know your name. Um, I should have introduced myself, but he was cleaning about 10 sheephead. Really? And I was like, dude. Any size to him? Oh, there were some good ones. Yeah. I said, dude, did you fish the rocks? And he goes, yes, sir. I said, you slayed them, brother. I mean, here we are, June, and you're crushing the sheephead? That's awesome. I said, fiddlers? And he goes, yes, sir. And he said, we missed a few. He said they bit good. I said I'll say. Yeah. I mean, ten this time of year. That's awesome. Uh, it was awesome, man. Congratulations. I mean, well done. Anybody yeah, really can catch sheephead in June. That's pretty yeah, solid. That's, that's, that's pretty good. solid. I mean, typically, right you there. can do that in a river, but uh, to, to have that happen at Bayport at the rocks, that's uh, wow. That's, that's that's way cool. That's pretty cool. So All what right. you got on the top? The 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 uh, moon. The is moon. It full? We, have, we have my son Dylan is in studio today, so he is going to be our uh, researcher. Yeah. Good morning. Full moon was on June third, uh, as of June tenth, which was yesterday. How many yeah. days ago? Yeah. Um, third yeah. quarter moon. Right so now. so uh, moon coming up in about a week. All so right. That'll help with the tide too. Flood it up a little bit. Okay. I heard too there were some fish on the flats a little bit this week. So Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break 
And uh, we're doing it a little bit early, but the reason I want to do it a little bit early, when we come back on the other side, we're going to have Mr. Paul Dozier himself uh, via the phone line because I know that him and Lauren have been working extremely hard. But we want to get uh, kind of a feel for the tournament for what is the 2023 Dealers Old School Kingfish Shootout presented by Yellowfin. Uh, I've just gotten a report from uh, my wife, and she said the boats are all over the place. She said they're running yeah. and gunning. You know, a lot of people trying to find bait. There hasn't been an issue of finding bait along the beach, Kirk, right? Am I correct? There's no, been plenty? There is biomass, as Dr. Dave would say, Edwards and Dr. White, everywhere. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. Millions of tons of pogies on the beach. All right, well, let's let's take a break, and then when we come back, we will talk to Mr. Paul Dozier himself right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. You might be a redneck if you're listening to this show. If you have anything to do with rednecks, you're listening to this show. All right, uh, before we go to Mr. Paul Dozier, okay, uh, you probably just heard the consignment boat sales commercial during the break there. And uh, if you're looking at maybe getting into doing a little bit of king fishing, well, man, Guy's got this boat, and it's a new listing that he just got. It's a 2020 Sportsman 242 open center console powered by a Yamaha 300 with low hours. That right there will be a king fishing machine and a jetty fishing machine. Uh, it's got a hard top, a Garmin 12-inch touchscreen, VHF, stereo, nice. anchor windlass, Bow cushions with backrests, aluminum trailer, Ooh. all included. How many cup holders? Uh, plenty. Oh, plenty. Asking 112K. Okay. All you got to do is go to jacksboating.com or you can call Guy directly at 249 6225. And then next year, you could be fishing in the old school Kingfish tournament with Mr. Paul Dozier, who we're joining right now via the phone line. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? Man, doing good. Congratulations. I heard uh, pretty strong turnout, and the weather obviously has a lot to do with that, And but a lot of that has to do with your tournament itself. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, uh, the stars aligned for us. Uh, we're very grateful to Mother Nature. Yeah. Even though she, she tried to throw us a little curveball at meetings last night, but... Uh, we're used to thunderstorms, man. I swear we can we can break a drought with this tournament every year. But I think we've got a uh, low low chance of rain uh, today. So let's, we got our fingers crossed that the weatherman's right. Got yeah, little, you got a little thunderstorms last night, didn't you? Sparkly last night. Woo. Oh man, it uh, it came pretty good, buddy. It was uh, popping, and you know, we have a tent, Lauren. Last year, it did the same thing, and it flooded the, the under the tent. Everybody was in knee-deep, or not knee-deep, but ankle-deep water. And Lauren had the uh, brains. You know, we, we all know she's the brains behind this operation. She mm-hmm. had some flooring brought in. So everybody's feet were dry, and it worked out well. I told her, I said, well, if we get this flooring and spend this money on this flooring, it definitely won't rain. But I was wrong. <laughs> oh, it boy. rained, and thank goodness she she got it because it was a uh, it was a lifesaver yesterday. But yeah, we got a new tournament record: six hundred fifty four boats. Ooh, uh, congratulations! Incredible, man. Yeah, that's a hundred and uh, thirty thirty three more than last year. That's, so, that's uh, incredible. Awesome. 
think that that when you when you look at how it's going, all the peer reports, the baits thick, the fishing's good, and oh by the way, I'm at my mom's house looking at the ocean, and it is about as pretty as it could ever be. It really is you could, really pretty you, you this could, morning. You, you couldn't ask for for much better weather, and all the stars lined up for us, and uh, we got we're very blessed. If it had been last weekend, we would have had a real problem. So yeah, um, and, and it was we're grateful for the weather. It was funny going into this too. I know a lot of folks, you know, had reservations as to, hey, is this going to, is this going to break? You know, is the, is the weather going to finally break? And the other thing was, is the water going to clean up a little bit and, and the bait going to be there, you know, because nobody had been able to get out. And all of the above came it, together like perfectly. You, well, like you said, all the stars lined up. Yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. And I know we've talked about it. We've joked about Windfinder before. On Monday, I was freaking out. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I preach to everybody, hey, we don't even look at weather to Wednesday. Well, that's let's be clear. That's, that's crap. Because I hit refresh every six hours on that stupid app, starting as far out as I can. And Monday, it was showing 15, 18 knots uh, all day today out of the northeast. And five-foot seas, and I'm going, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do if this happens? This, I mean, let's face it. It's been doing it every weekend. I mean, yeah. it, 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 we've been in that pattern. And a lot of times it's hard to break the pattern. Hopefully we're now into the summertime pattern where we get the light land breeze in the morning, the sea breeze in the afternoon. But I was freaking and, you know, it just, you just can't look at wind finder guys until two or three days before. But thankfully uh, it, it corrected and got better and it looks good because I'm not the only one looking at wind finder. All these other fishermen are looking at wind finder too. If they see a bad forecast, they're not going to sign up. No, right. but it got it got right, and it's it, it's beautiful, and uh, we're very blessed. So uh, along those lines, uh, because captains and guys that or ladies that want to fish this tournament are going to wait sometimes and see that weather, like you're talking about. I mean, I don't blame them. I mean, it's look, it's. Uh, if the weather's good, you go. Sometimes people, if the weather's not going to be good, they're not going to go. So ballpark, how many people signed up just yesterday and kind of waited on that weather? And once they saw that it was going to be nice, they said, okay, we're going to fish it. Uh, we probably signed up uh, 40 or 50 yesterday, probably 40 yesterday, mm-hmm. somewhere along those lines. Um, the early entry, you know, I've, Types of a sandbagger here and there. The early entry, which was the $250 level that ended May 31st, we had 500 boats right right around 500 early. Wow. So, uh, you know, I've told people, and if it's blowing 15 out of the Northeast, 15, 18, we're not going to send these. We can't cater to little boats and then send them out in bad weather. I, I can't. I'm not going to do it. So That's admirable, too. A, it really is. Well, it's true. It's true, and, and luckily we've never had we've never had that situation. Well, you can't. Hey, you know, you know what, Kirk? You, you can do it. You're going to do it once because right. you're not going to do it again. Because guess what? They're not going to come back. You know, that's right. You send them out there and give them a bad experience. They're not going to come back. Yeah. So, I, luckily, we've never had been faced with that. We've had some some adverse weather and thunderstorms in the afternoon and everything. But you know, we all know that's summertime in Florida. But you know, if it's pulling 15, 15 to twenty out of the Northeast, we're not. You know, we're going to postpone it anyway. So, uh, yeah, but, but, so there's really, I, I tell people that, so that's why we get the big early entry and then it's a significant savings, 250 to 350. So yeah, 500 pre-registered. We thought we had a chance, you know, Lauren's done a great job marketing this, this event and, 
we uh, we we beat the COVID number. So yeah, that's tremendous. That's, uh, what was the COVID number? Six forty-three. Wow, I mean, close, right? I mean, right there. Wow. wow. Yeah, we had six forty-three in twenty twenty, and then we had five twenty in twenty twenty-one, five twenty-one last year. Now six fifty-four, and I, I I truly believe it's because of the weather and the fishing and bait, you know, easiness of bait and, and stuff like that. No, oh, by the way, there's already been. They've been fishing for what twenty thirty minutes. They've already been ten or fifteen fish caught. Like, well, ding ding look, ding uh, ding. Hey, what a blessing too for the fish to fire off the last couple of days because I fished a lot in the last week, and there, the amazing thing that blew my mind, Paul, was all those fish being caught at the pier in that dirty water. I was just uh, what Sunday it was blowing what twenty twenty five knots out of the northeast. Yeah, yeah. every bit. You get picture after picture of these fish in this dirty water i couldn't believe it i mean i'm with, i was listening to you a few minutes ago i'm with you man i was like holy man what is going on here this is, and that's what made me think when the wind fell out tuesday right right i thought man this thing's gonna have two or three days to clean up it is going to be and, and i mean it's going to be a busy way in this afternoon guys this fishing is good these everybody pre-fishing's had success yeah i i expect a lot of fish i expect big fish i i'd be surprised if we don't have a, a a fish in the mid or upper forties today. What's yeah. what's the tournament record? Forty three last year. Okay, wow. forty three last year. Okay, I would not be surprised mm-hmm. if it uh, if it gets broken. Now you just talked about how your phone's going bing, 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 and that's because you have a uh, lucky ticket drawing brought to you by the Nimnik family of dealerships: Nimnik Chevrolet, Nimnik Buick, and GMC. And so each boat that sends a picture to uh, the tournament phone number with a kingfish, with the boat number and a beach in the background, are going to be entered into a drawing for $10,000 cash, then that means somebody's going home with $10,000 cash. Am I correct? That is that is correct. And they also, that's an that's a awesome thing. I mean, these guys, a couple of the guys already sent pictures of eight or 10 pounders. They took the picture took the hooks out and threw the fish back and they're entered in the drawing. So uh, that's great. you don't necessarily have to kill the fish. You don't have to come to weigh in and it's a great prize. And the Nimnicks are, are so good to us and so good to the fishing, so good to all of our communities, but, you know, not yeah. just the fishing community, but they're just first class, first class people, obviously. Uh, yeah. But you also have to, that's not the only reason that the rule is when you catch the fish, you take a picture with the beach in the background. And I thought at the captain's meeting yesterday, I said, look guys, you catch a 40-pound kingfish, you're going to tell it's a nice fish. Take the picture. I don't want you to come in there with some picture with the beach in the background, some big, dead, stiff fish. You know, I can tell. We can tell. We, we, we've we all seen it. So, you know, we, we just got to keep the honest man honest. But uh, these guys take great pictures. And also it gives you good pictures on the water. Let's face it. There's a, a nice live fish is a better picture than a dead fish laying on the dock. So, yeah, it's uh it's good for all of us. So. Well, and, and the people that are in the drawing with that picture, okay, you've got to be at the awards ceremony to win, correct? Just in case anybody's listening yeah, so, on the boat right now. Yeah, 11 o'clock tomorrow at the St. Augustine Fish and Oyster House, same place as the uh, captain's meeting last night. Uh, a crew member has to be there that was on the boat. So uh, the captain, you know, if the captain has obligations and can't make it, a crew member that was on the boat, that was fishing on the boat, has to be there. We can't have, oh, my buddy, I know that guy. No, you, you had to be there. So um, that's 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 going to draw a good crowd out for the awards. And 
that also creates a little more atmosphere for the winners and the junior anglers and all that. We sure. Have Ten junior angler prizes and and we have more junior anglers. I think I heard uh I think I heard last night we might have three hundred and twenty five junior anglers registered. So, That's awesome. Uh, wow. Nice. There's a well, lot of well families. Done. There's a lot of families and Ed, Ed and and Kelly and his crew were down there uh signing up. We have a two tit mice uh Lady Angler, Calcutta, Lauren said it's very, very well. Uh, it went off very well. A lot of people, a lot of ladies in that. So, you know, I think we found a sweet spot where it doesn't break the bank, where it's not too serious for everybody, where the families can go out and there's not as, not as much pressure, you know, when you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars on all this stuff. And it's not a tremendously long day. And the families get together and go fishing and have a good time. And hopefully, and somebody's going to get lucky and win a boatload of money as well but uh i think it's low pressure versus uh a lot of other tournaments i agree 100 percent. yeah your your prize structure is incredible paul and obviously it takes uh, great relationships with a lot of your partners your advertisers you know whether it be garmin or yellowfin or whoever because i mean your prize structure is fantastic i mean just to give people an idea First place guaranteed is a 21-foot yellowfin bay boat with a Yamaha 204 stroke on the back and a Maritrail trailer. That's 105 grand. Yeah. Uh, second place, $10,000 cash. That's uh, courtesy of Dreamfinders Homes. Third place and fourth place are Garmin packages that are valued at $8,000 or more. I mean, that, that's fantastic, Paul. I mean, that's I mean, you got you got prize structure paid out to how many how many pl- places? Like 25. 25 foot we pay 25 places 10 juniors five ladies and i i think that the uh 10th place it's a 250 dollars entry over you know 500 boats paid 250 10th place is uh is two thousand dollars so you know you catch you a nice fish and 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 if you if if you're running 100 miles offshore and buying you know three dozen bait today then you're Two thousand bucks, you're you're going backwards still. But this, if you win two thousand dollars in the old school, you're you're profitable, and uh, you know, none of us are in it for the money, right? You, if you you're fishing tournaments for money, buddy, you might you're you're going to have a bad uh, a bad experience. I, I know a lot of guys over the years that said they're gonna they're gonna fish, they're gonna buy a boat, and they're gonna win, they're gonna win tournaments and make money at it. Well, I, I don't know anybody that's been successful, but uh, <laughs> yeah, check that box, right? <laughs> you're gonna buy yeah. a boat and spend money. <laughs> Hey, these pro, you're pro, not going to buy a boat and make money. <laughs> I get a kick out of the pro tournaments. Pros to be a pro gets paid, right? Jeff Lagerman was a pro football player, right? <laughs> uh, but it, 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 it it's great, man. And uh, so we got we've got a, a jet ski entered. We've got uh, what for several, real? How cool? Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. We hey, we had a guy weigh a fish last year on a jet ski. That's that awesome. is cool. That's cool. Yeah, we've got uh, several Carolina skiffs and stump knockers and Boston whalers. We've got kids came yesterday, and they've got a 17-foot Boston whaler, and they were three kids under 18, and they were so excited. They've been pre-fishing. They've been catching fish. They, they're they they they're going to win it in their minds, and and I hope they, somebody like that does would be a, a, obviously a great story. But uh, we have all 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 types of people in this thing. We have. 58 foot weaver sport fishing boats. We have the, the legend is fishing on a wow. 48, 48 foot. We, we've got big, we got two or three boats over 50, 60 feet in this thing. So How cool. it goes from 14 foot stump knockers and jet skis to multi million dollar sport fishermen. <laughs> That's awesome. By the way, I, I, uh, 
uh, was checking out your uh, social media page, Instagram. And for those that want to follow along, uh, old school Kingfish, just search that, correct, Paul, on uh, Instagram, Facebook? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Are, are you going to be posting stuff like throughout the day, updating pictures, et cetera, for people that can yeah, follow? Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll post some pictures for sure. Uh, you know, honestly, with the amount of boats and the amount of fish that are going to be caught, and a lot, there's a lot of moving parts for us today, moving all our basically home base from the fish house to the Volano Pier, which is where the weigh-in is. Uh, I don't know how much we're going to do. I've got to hand that tournament phone off at some point to somebody else because I can't, it, it, it dings so much. You cannot, I can't keep, I can't get anything done with yeah. that. Yeah. Are, you, are you going to have a live stream of the weigh-in by chance? Yes, I, I was, I was going to mention that. We've got the Garmin live feed, and it starts at 2 o'clock. The weigh-in opens at 2 o'clock, and it'll be 2 to 5.30. So uh, tune on our on our, our web our web uh, site will be a link to it and it'll be on our front page of our website and it'll be on Facebook Live and it's a uh, it's a uh, professional production so it's it, they, these guys come down and bring production trucks and everything and it's really cool and they they do a nice job and, and we're excited about that again the uh, the one thing I didn't know uh, was checking. Again, I was telling you about checking out your Instagram page, and all of a sudden, I see these posts that happened earlier in the week, and it was closest to the weight prizes. <laughs> this is cool, man. Uh, you got uh, closest to the weight prizes, so if you get a fish that's the closest one to 24 pounds, you get $500 cash. Is that courtesy of the bait shack? Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. The bait shack, and yep. 18, 18 pounds, it's a 15, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, 18 pounds is a, uh, uh, what is it, custom helm pad from Aquatraction of North Florida. Closest to 15 pounds is a Yamaha 15 horsepower short shaft engine. That's a $3,400 value. That's courtesy of Chelsea Marine Supply. Closest to 20.10 pounds is a JBL portable waterproof speaker from Radware. My question how did you come up with 20.1 pounds there? You'll have to ask the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. That's a great answer. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, when these, honestly, when these guys want to do these closest to the weight, I mean, you know, everybody tries to do something to set themselves apart, and I think it's pretty smart, you know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, we ask them what they want to do. And, and basically, the closest to the weight stuff, we try to, do something so somebody that's probably not going to place can still win something. Yeah. You know, it gives them another way to win. Yeah. So I'm not going to make the closest to the weight 37 pounds, you know, because that's going to be a place in fish, obviously. So uh, the, the that that's that's why that's why that's usually the sponsors who comes up with the numbers, and maybe it means something for them. Maybe it, you know, last year we did 20, 22, 20 point 20. Too, because it was 2022 on one of them mm-hmm. but uh yeah that's awesome our sponsors are so good man we're so lucky to have so many great sponsors and, uh this thing obviously wouldn't go off without them all right well congratulations and uh man i, I hope uh, everything goes extremely well and uh, everybody's safe and everybody has a great time but uh, yeah that's a uh, old school kingfish tournament now people are fired up congratulations paul Thank you, guys. Uh, we couldn't have done it without your help. You guys have uh, 
been great help to us over the years, and we're, we're grateful for you guys and, and all you guys out there listening. Good luck, man. Take a good picture and uh, send it on in. I've had two or three on on this phone while uh, I'm talking to you guys. So the That's fish great. are biting. It's going to it's going to be epic. Everybody tune into that live feed, or if you want to come down to the Volano Pier, it's not the greatest spot to to watch but you can see a lot of boats and you can walk out on the pier and see the boats come in it's a spectacle man it's pretty cool but lines are out at three uh weigh-in opens at two so i'd say 330 to 430 is going to be a uh organized chaos let's just say that all right well well good luck with everything and uh, uh looking forward to watching the live stream later this afternoon Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you guys. All right, see you, Paul. Paul, Good luck. All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. When we come back, we're going to start to talk to some of the tournament anglers directly on the water in this 2023 Daly's Old School Kingfish Shootout presented by Yellowfin. Uh, look, if you're uh, in the market for a gun or anything outdoors related, uh, Victor and the boys at Wild West Guns of Gold over there at the west side, they've got all kinds of goodies. So don't wait until September to go, yeah, i got to get me a new rifle for deer season. Take care of that now. They're, uh, again, Wild West Guns of Gold. Go to the homepage of OutdoorShow.com. Two S is back-to-back. Just scroll down to the bottom of the page of the sponsors page, and you will see the logo, which is a clickable link on our website all right let's go to the phone lines bring up captain kevin favor himself who's fishing the old school kingfish shootout what's happening favor yeah so so speaking of of, of guns i gotta tell you this real quick um last week my, my mr bill who fished with me for years and years called me and he had a gun that he wanted to sell and i'm like well what do you got and he said i'm he said basically in the box he said i've got a gamo air rifle Cool. And, dude, this thing is the coolest thing. I took it up to the, the property last weekend and, and plink. I mean, you can plink and, and have so much fun with that gun. It is, and, and it's a thousand feet per second. Ooh. <laughs> it come with a scope? Yeah, it's got a scope on it, Kirk. It's crazy. Oh, that's uh, what, like what a- kind of accuracy are you getting out of that thing? So I, I have an RWS pellet rifle. That's another good one. Which is similar to what, what you have. So, what kind of accuracy are you getting? Oh, you know, so I haven't put it on paper, but, but like, like I've got some, some old signs and stuff on my trees that are 50 yards and shooting it off the porch. I mean, it, it centers the, the sign. All right. You know? Really? Good. Yeah. yeah. At 50 yeah. yards. That's pretty str- strong. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, 50 yards is nothing. Yeah. That sounds like a tree yeah. rat killing machine. Mm. It does. Doesn't it? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the cool thing is there's just so quiet, you know, yeah. all you do is take the barrel and, and and cock it down, and, and it's it, it's a cool gun. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I got it. Yeah, one pump? Mr. Bill. What's that? Just a one pumper? One one pump. Yeah, you just, you just you know, you, t- you take the barrel and cock it, and that's it. I've always wondered, because I, I have the RWS is the same type of thing. You break the barrel down. It could, like, the whole barrel is the cocking mechanism. Right. But the <laughs> scope wonder, isn't yeah. on the barrel. The scope is actually on the receiver. Oh wow! And so, because it's not attached, I just wonder about you know accuracy. the accuracy because yeah. the scope's not attached to the barrel. But I mean, it's a pillow rifle. It's not like you're, you it, know, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's yeah. not yeah. your on shoots. Yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> it's all good. But hey, uh, are you and Schulte fishing together today? We are. We are. We have had them out. Uh, we we took a little time 
uh, at Comanche Cove to catch some mullet. And um, we, 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 we pre-fished yesterday, so we felt good about finding pogies, but we didn't want to leave, leave the inlet. And, and the reason that that is, Jeff, is that they're, they're calling for east winds today. And, and Kirk, you know as well as I do, that in an east wind, the bait could disappear, like, literally overnight. Yeah. So um, we, we caught mullet. We took our time. We came down the beach, and sure enough, right where it was yesterday, uh, we we found bait and there wasn't uh, I, I'm I'm telling you it wasn't a boat within miles of us it was crazy, um, and so we have been fishing now for oh we 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 put them out right around I'd say seven thirty seven forty so we we're we're still on our our first drift you know what I mean okay our first pull to the east get ready to turn around and and, and go back to the west. Okay. Uh, what, what what's your game plan? So you got an area that you want to stay at? Or are you yeah, going to bounce it, around? It seems that I talked about. So so, uh, it, it, buddy, I, I called Kirk yesterday, Jeff, and I'm like, okay, give me a. And, and Jeff, I'll, I'll let you do this from the Jack Beach Pier to the Chum Hole, over and under. How many boats do you think there's going to be? Mm, oh, okay. The, let me stretch it out a little bit. From the Red Tops, okay, to the Chum Hole. From the Red Tops to the Chum Hole, there's probably going to be. 150 boats. All right, Kirk said 200. And I'm, 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 according to what I saw at the ramp this morning, mm-hmm. um, there, there, there's, there's definitely people fishing out of St. Augustine, and it, and it was, it was, um, it was pretty busy, but it was nothing like I think Mayport's going to be. I mean, I, I think, I think Mayport's going to be absolutely crazy. A zoo. Yeah, a it's zoo. Gonna be, yeah. It's going to be. Yeah, a zoo. yeah. Because, but and, and by the way, um, and not a secret. For for three days, we caught fish uh, at, at the captain's house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everybody, but it, 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 Kirk and I talked about this too, Jeff. It's not like we were just hammering them. You know what I mean? It was it was a fish here and a fish there, but there's definitely fish on the beach. So you know, we you just have to, uh, just what you said earlier. We we we're, we're in a spot that we like, and we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna Live and die here, probably, unless we just hear something crazy. How many how many mullet did you end up getting? A dozen. Okay, so you you feel good about that. Will that last the full day, or will that? Oh yeah. Okay. You, you know, I mean, you, you you all all you need is one bite. Right, right. You can <laughs> you know? troll a mullet forever. Ever. Okay. Yeah. So they they don't get you know they don't get red not nose like, like a, a pogey. No, not they like do not. Pogey. Okay. Right. And how big are the mullet? Um, ten inches. Oh, oh those are perfect. Ooh. Yeah, that's tremendous. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's our, that's our, those are your big shotgun baits, and uh, um, the, the 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 wildest thing, Jeff, is uh, I've had to learn how, how to slow troll with the trolling motor. And um, it, wait a minute, it, you're not it, doing it with the big motor? Well, the the, the big motor is a little powerful. Oh, the diesel. Right? That's right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And um, so it's 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 the craziest thing. It's this total stealth mode, bro. I mean, and here's the other thing: I don't have to touch anything. Yeah, you put the you put the put the cruise control on on the on the uh, on the trolling motor, and you go east and you go west. <laughs> I tell you what, I use mine a lot. That's why I have such low hours on my outboard. Huh? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Well, yeah. you, you think it'll give you enough juice to last through the day? You know, I I, I can't answer that. No. I'll I'll be able to answer that. You know, at at at, at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. So, so so I'm I'm on I'm on five power. You know. Yeah. So how how long do you think that'll last, Kurt? I don't know. Probably four hours. Five. That's hours. what I was thinking. Yeah. Yep. You know. Yep. Yep. All right. So um, every tournament, 
you always have kind of these traditions that you do, whether it be what you do when you wake up, what you eat, what you bring on the boat, what you wear, wear. (laughs) clothes. And, uh, and brother James, for lack of a better term is a little anal about things in life. And so we know that he probably has some traditions. Okay. What, what might some of those be with brother James and yourself? Um, I, I'll be honest with you. We don't really, there's, there's nothing that, you know, we, we're pretty casual to be honest. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're, we fish as hard as anybody. And and, and, I mean, you know, we, we, we came out and pre-fished yesterday, you know, and, Mm -hmm. um, and, and felt good about our game plan. And, and now we do, you know, we have a checklist that we sit at the dock and we're like, okay, you know, I mean, and, and it's, you know, okay, we got ribbon fish. We, we got our, our boat number. We got the gaff, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, so, but as in superstitions or, or wearing the same hat, <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't really don't have any. I know that's, that's a boring answer, isn't it? Well, do you have an outdoor show hat on at least? Okay, there's shark right there, James. Um, uh, so so J- James did break out the old school outdoor show hat. There you go. He did. He, That's he, the he good did. mojo. It's an old. It's an old red hat, and uh, it, it's uh, it's 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 totally bleached out and tore up, and it looks looks perfect for old school. All and right. yes, I have an outdoor show shirt on, and I have an outdoor show hat on. Absolutely. So. Um... Last night I, I talked with Mullethead for yeah I don't know twenty minutes or so and <clears throat> and uh, you know he kind of gave me the lowdown because you know every tournament you always have tournaments within tournaments and the tournaments that are within the tournaments a lot of times are just a group of guys yeah yes side, side bet. bets etc yeah and you and your buddies have this thing called the Grey Goose Cup how many yes. members are there in the Grey Goose Cup um I think there's probably seven of us okay. Seven, seven boats, and with you this, know, and, I, I, and now, now, so, 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 um, Paul's boat won last year, but he wasn't on it. Finger Mullet was on it. Okay, Finger Mullet was running it. Which he runs, he, he runs his boat anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mullethead's son, Finger Mullet. Yeah. So, so yeah. There's, there's, there's about, there's about seven of them, and so at the end of the year, when I say at the end of the year, every Super Bowl. We all get together at the winner's house, and we all have to buy them their preferred bottle of liquor. So whoever wins gets you know six bottles of free liquor. And what what what's cool about this <laughs> is that uh, you guys are like way fancy. So how many kingfish tournaments are there in a given year that you guys could declare so, for? So we, we we declare three tournaments. You can fish in, in Northeast Florida. So, so for, for, for James and I, it'll be obviously old school, um, ancient city, which is the Kingfish challenge and the King of the beach in okay. August. Okay. And so what, once you declare, is it single fish for each of those three days that you declare? So, so it's, it's, um, it's, the, it's the single biggest fish of the three days of that, of that each day. Okay. I got you. Yeah, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, is it's the biggest fish of the year. Okay, so it's a single biggest. fish that so, wins, so, not so an if aggregate. We, if we catch a fifty pounder today, okay, then those guys have got to beat fifty pounds. 
Okay, they got to be well, 50 pounds somewhere in the three declared days that they have. That's right, yeah. Okay, so it's okay. not yep. an aggregate. It is not an aggregate, no. Do you, why, have no, you guys ever thought about doing an aggregate division? <laughs> no. No, I, I'm like you. I'm not going to complicate it any more than it is. Yeah, exactly. You know, make it simple, stupid. All right, well, yeah. we're, we're going to be talking to some of those guys. I got all their phone numbers. We're going to be checking in with them. Do you, do you guys fish together? Any of you guys buddy up? Or is this like, hey, look, you go your way, and I'm not sharing any information? How does that work? No, we don't. We, we all share information. Okay. You know, but, I mean, we, look, it's, it's a tournament. You know, it's one of those things, don't ask. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know Chris Stevens is going to be as far away from you as possible. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I know that for a fact. Well, yeah, he's drinking tranny fluid on his boat. He's, so yeah, he's, all, he, he's all the way from the other <laughs> side of the, the spectrum. All right, brother. Good luck, you and okay. James. Hope y'all catch a big one. And uh, and I got a little, I got a little action on you. So uh, come on, represent. Okay. okay, buddy, we'll do it. All right, see you. See ya. See, I got money on favor in James. That's one of my teams, right? Okay, and rightly and, so. And then mullet head and finger mullet. Okay, those two guys. Uh, those four guys, okay, Brother James, Kevin, Mullethead, and Finger Mullet, they've got to produce for me so that Gordon can buy me lunch at, at Andy's. Andy's. Yeah, i got side bets. All right, let's take a break. We come back. We'll do an LV Hires, Inc. gear tip of the week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. It's now time for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the Southeast. And if you've got a job site or a business that you need their help because they can help your bottom line, go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. This week's gear tip is of the Kingfish theme, which makes sense, correct? Absolutely. This is wow. what you guys use for kingfishing, and I'm going to kind of defer to Kirk because, as you all know, I am not a kingfisherman, but I true. have a goal to catch a kingfish from the kayak Ooh, this year. I like it. I think, I you think can it'd do be it. cool. And I think so, you can do it. So I need to learn how to tie kingfish rigs, and a lot of people that are new to the area may want to try this kingfishing game and maybe be a part of the – the Kingfish Shootout next year. Right. We have a gear tip here, which is called American Fishing Wire Seven Strand, which is what you guys use to tie Kingfish rig. Correct. Yep. We've been using it for quite a few years. I was turned on to it by Eddie Smith, um, a dear old friend of mine, and he actually sat down with me one day and showed me how to use this stuff. We were all using straight wire. Mm-hmm. Um, AFL. AFW, American Fishing Wire, multi-strand or seven-strand wire is, is kind of unique. It allows you to snell the hooks without having to actually tie a knot. And you're, it, it's the simplicity of it is incredible. Um, I've tried to show a lot of the guys that I've fished with over the years how to do this. A lot of folks make rigs beforehand, and they'll make a dozen or so. I, a lot of times I'll make a handful up before mm-hmm. beforehand. I can make a rig in less than a minute. You know, cut the wire, pull two hooks out and a swivel. And the cool thing about being able to do that, having what I call a kingfish rigging kit. So I use a small Plano box. I'll have different types of, of hooks. I use from 
number eights up to number sixes. Um, I'll use from 2X to 3X to 4X because sometimes the fish are shy. And the cool thing about doing that with this the seven strand, Jeff, is that you can make a rig, you can make it 20 inches long, mm -hmm. you can make it four feet long. If the fish are being really gun shy, you can really shorten make the it short. down and make it 18 inches. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've done that a lot of times because sometimes they get a little gun shy in clear water. Well, we, we had had the conversation before about how you tie knots with this seven strand and and how you make the rigs. And so I, I searched the internet and found this guy on YouTube, and his name is Joey. And Joey does a really good job mm -hmm. of, of with this video of, of how to tie a kingfish rig using this seven strand because we talk about it on the radio but wanted to have something visual for people to have and he uses the figure eight knots to tie the seven strand to the hooks to the swivel to the yeah to the swivel and then also to the hooks right um which is uh pretty cool and, I, and so folks if you want to get into the kingfish game there's obviously a wealth of videos that you can find this was one that i've had found in particular and, and now what kind of knots do you tie well, I actually snell the hooks on there. So what you're running the wire through the eye of the hook and you lay it against the side of the hook and you leave about a half of an inch off the back of the treble hook. And then you take the wire and twist it around the shank of the hook underneath the eye four or five times, mm -hmm. pin it down with your thumb and then take the tag end, the long end, and put it back through the eye of the hook and pull it. As soon as you pull it, it tightens it. Huh. And the cool thing about it, because it's seven strand, it it won't slide. It acts like a gripper. Um, I've caught 125-pound tarpon on these little hooks, hmm. baby in the tarpon, because the snelling of the wire, it doesn't it doesn't slide. It yeah, won't, this, this guy, won't slip. Joey, does a figure eight knot yep. and then cinches it down tight, right. which is really easy. I mean, figure eight knot is about as easy to tie as that there is. Well, the cool thing about this, too, is that if you're, let's say you're kingfishing and somebody goes, hey, can we, is there something else we can do? And I go, yeah, we can run up over the shrimp boats and you can catch a six-foot black tip. Mm -hmm. So you take the 40-pound and you put it away and you pull out the 80-pound get a giant hook, you know, like a, a, a number 5X, you know, 7 aught shark hook in bronze, mm -hmm. and you take that 80-pound wire, and you do the same thing with it, and bing, bang, bing, you're ready to go in, in a minute. Throw the bait out there, and, you you know, you can use it to catch sharks. Very so, cool. I mean, it's, it's a cool way to make rigs, and it makes it sim simple. And if you go to someplace like Strike Zone or, or B&M or any of the different shops, they all sell – different varieties of you know strength from 25 pound up to 80 pound wire and you recommend which strength for kingfish I, I use a 40 pound wire and then if they get real shy i will i'll back it off to 25 okay but typically most of the time i'm fishing with 40 pound wire all right there's your lv hires inc gear tip of the week and uh you know i i fished maybe a few a few kingfish tournaments mm -hmm. And uh, we posted up on our Facebook, Instagram page. This was one that goes back, gosh, a long time ago. I want to say 2006, yeah. seven. That, okay, 2010. It's my son Dylan on the microphone here, and yeah, it's a picture of me and him. Support over here. We we had fished the uh, me and Dylan fished the uh, Kingfish Challenge Junior, mm -hmm. I guess tournament, mm -hmm. and we were fishing with Fred Miles, mm -hmm. and. Uh, we caught a winner. 
Winner, winner, chicken dinner. A couple days to uh, Animal Kingdom down at Disney. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, so he was 10 years old at the time, and uh, we won the junior division and went a trip to Animal Kingdom. And we go down there, and we ended up getting upgraded to this presidential suite, not because of the tournament, just because we happened to be this lucky customer down there. And we Very were nice. there for a couple mm-hmm. days and then got chased out of there because of an incoming hurricane. But, I mean, for a kid – to go up there and carry a, a winning fish up to the to the weigh-in, that was awesome. That's money. Super cool. Super yeah. fun experience. You know, you get to – I mean, it's your, your winning that gets to take the family down on vacation for the first time ever, you know? Super fun <laughs> stuff. Yeah. You're cool. really small in that picture. He's really small. <laughs> he is not small I anymore. I know. How? Where am I at? Am I like belly button height, hip, uh, hip height on your padre? You're about uh, – you're, yeah, you're right beneath my chest. So struggling, you're, yeah, you're, struggling your to hold Your stomach height. Yeah. <laughs> struggling to hold a 15, 17-pound <laughs> fish, whatever That's it was. That's great. Yeah, whatever it was. But that was cool. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I hope all the all the kids that are fishing today, and what a great job by the tournament to be able to have so many different things involved for the kids because they're encouraging the kids to to come up and weigh until they've got some weights for them closest to just for them. Right. You know that if they bring a fish up, they can get a prize. It's and, critical too that parents in today's world take their kids hunting and fishing. So. We're raising the next generation of fishermen. So here, here it is for the. This is for the kids division, and this is obviously for the Ellie's Old School Kingfish Shootout. Brought to you by Yellowfin. This is the the junior the junior angler division. The top junior angler has a, a Bad Company Adventures Keys vacation. Includes one week, three bedroom waterfront villa, and a five day boat rental. That oh, is a how good is eight thousand dollar value. That's, that's that's a little better than Animal Kingdom. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. The top junior lady angler, Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure, family vacation for four. That's kind of along the lines of what mm-hmm. we had. Exactly. And that includes the express lane passes, hotel stay, and meal gift cards. And that's courtesy of Blue Water Home Construction. I mean, that's that's cool. And then they do prizes and trophies all the way down to 10th place in the junior division. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Yeah, that's fantastic. Kudos to Paul and Yeah, his kudos wife. to Paul and Lauren, man. man yeah. Great job. All right, let's, uh, let's go to the phone lines and let's bring up Top Gun this morning. I feel the need for speed. What's going on, boys? Well, Top Gun, I, uh, I happened to rewatch your second movie this week. Cool. Great movie, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, it is. That's a that's the best one of of the two. It is. That's the better movie, I think. Second time was just as good as the first. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I want to uh, give a Top Gun salute to Bull and his wife on their Kingfish tournament. Man, that's a lot of boats. Lot of boats. Is that the biggest tournament now? Yes, it. Uh, they wow. surpassed their number, the COVID number that they wow. had, which is uh, wow. What did he say? Six hundred and fifty-seven, six hundred and fifty-four, something, something like, like that. that. Right yeah. over six fifty. Yeah. That's tremendous. Wow! Strong. Wow! And some cool prizes too. Really good prizes. Yeah, yeah. And logs. I was wondering if you would go over your side bets again. Not. I'm totally confused. <laughs> You're gonna need a side bet referee. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, Top Gun, great, it's man. pretty easy. I'm just, I just uh, need favor on, in his boat what? and mullet head in his boat to beat two boats that Gordon has. I need an interpreter. Is that a better summary? Really? Oh, man. Is that oh. a better summary? I'm keeping it I simple? Guess. Okay. Oh. I, I guess. I know I you're guess. easily confused in everything. But, yes, uh, me for too. sure. <laughs> yeah, anybody I mean, anybody over 60 needs a referee for that one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got an Angie story. Oh. Let's Y'all had an Angie story. I've got an Angie story. I went to Angie's. I think it was Monday. They're open Monday, right? Um, yes. Or They're they- closed on Sundays. Closed on open Sunday. on Monday. Yeah, open. Right. It was a Monday last week. Or the first of this week. So I go in and I get the Top Gun Philly cheese steak. That's not what it's called. That's what I call it because that's what I get every time I go there because it's so good, I'm afraid to try something else. Hmm. Okay. So anyway. So you're saying the Philly cheesesteak at Angie's is money. It's the best Philly cheesesteak I've ever had. Um, Mr. Joe Fortunato, who is uh, my buddy and he's executive producer of Jaguars Radio, that's he, he loves it. He loves yeah, the Philly. I can see why. He said, and correct me if I'm wrong, Top Gun, they add a little bit of sausage to the Philly cheesesteak. Mm. I haven't had it with the sausage in it. No, it comes in it. That. You don't know that. It's already in oh, there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. It's just the way they do I it. I think anyway. But, maybe it'll correct me. But anyway, I order it with everything I get on it, right? And the girl goes, what kind of bread do you want? And I said, onion roll. And she goes... We don't have any onion roll. And I went, how can you be a sub shop and not have any bread? No onion roll. Out. So I had to get some other kind of bread, and I was disappointed. Did you eat it all? Yeah, I ate it all. You must have not been too disappointed then. Well, it wasn't as good as the onion roll, though. (laughs) Did you you have the French fry mix? No, I got uh, tater tots. Okay. I don't think they had the mix yet. Then I don't. I'm not sure. You were there Monday this week. Yeah, they did have it. They did have it. Yes. Well, they didn't tell me, and I didn't know. There's a sign on so, the door. That's okay. It was. Yeah, yeah that's probably okay. wasn't on the door. I know you I can't read in. Top Gun. It's okay. That's all right. Yeah, I go around to the back. So. <laughs> 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 anyway. Uh, Old Cletus was uh, Cletus. driving his eight. Cletus. Oh, no blonde. Driving his <laughs> Cletus, a brunette or a blonde guy? <laughs> he was driving his 18 wheeler down the highway, and he'd been driving about 15 hours, and he was dead tired. So he said, Did he have a I dog get... that sat beside oh, him? Old hound dog? It. Stop. He might have. I'm not sure. Anyway, he sees this sign on the side of the road that says, Redneck Motel. He said, man, that's right up my alley. So he gets off the road and pulls up in there and parks his rig and goes in and says, I want to get a room and I don't want to be disturbed because I want to sleep all night till in the morning. Guy says, okay. So he goes and gets in his room and goes to bed, wakes up the next morning and the floor's all wet. So he picks up the phone and calls the office and says to the guy, uh, I got a leak in the sink. And the guy in the office says, uh, 
Well, go right ahead. We're used to that. LTS, baby! <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, boy. All right, uh, Chris, can we sneak uh, Captain yeah. Steve Mullen in here? Let's get Absolutely. Captain Steve Mullen in. He's on the water fishing <laughs> the, uh, the tournament today. Uh, good morning, Steve. Morning, guys. Good morning. Good What's morning. happening? What's happening? Give us, uh, sure. give us uh, an update. What's going on with you and the boat? Well, I got uh, I got some friends out today. I got Rich, Bill, and Tony with me, and we're out here. Maybe it was a little tough to the south, and had to go hunt it down a little bit. So just getting lines out for the most part, and uh, about 30, 40 boats just outside the inlet. And uh, you can tell there's 600 in the tournament. I can tell you that based on the rant this morning. Oh, boy. I bet. <laughs> Yeah, it was busy. But so, it's a pretty morning. I expect a lot of fish to be caught today. Was so. bait was a little tough to get. Yeah, you know, you know how it's been there the last couple of days, as far as you can see. You know, all the way up and down the beach. But uh, this morning they were they were shy, very hmm. shy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, a handful of boats got what they needed, and then were, the masses were kind of still hunting down. So. Right. Well, and and a lot of times of people that don't know this, you know, a lot of the kingfish tournament guys are trying to catch pogies and pogies sometimes don't make themselves visible until the sun gets up mm-hmm. yeah that's true that's true but i'd say the last couple of days they've been i think they spent the whole night on top we right. had a wind shift overnight went from west to, to northeast and i definitely did a little something to them plus we have a low tide water's a little dirty in there so i don't know got what we needed though and we're excited about the prospects of the day so what, what's your game plan uh, I'm gonna stay tight. I'm gonna stay real close. I mean, right, right along the rocks, just about north and south side of the jetties, and kind of just hang out right in that area. Got a couple little special spots in the south, right there in front of my house near the AB Pier. And uh, no secrets. I'm gonna be right there, right in the middle. So, now are you are you deploying any secret weapons? Uh, nothing too secret. I got a couple of ribbons I'll I'll put out. Got the pogies. Got nothing real special beyond that. I'm a pretty keep it simple, stupid kind of guy. I don't dress them up. And, uh, you know, keep them looking as natural as they can. And do you, uh, do you, a lot of people will pull a ribbon fish and a downrigger. Some right, people right. may end up pulling a, uh, a pogey and an other downrigger. Do you fish mm-hmm. two ribbon fish or do you fish mm-hmm. pogies in one downrigger, ribbon fish in the other, or do you only fish one downrigger? Yeah, I only fish one downrigger pretty much ever. Um, and the ribbon fish for me is it's two schools of thought. You either put it shotgun and you let it slow dance way, way in the back, or you put it right in the prop wash and you let it do a little faster. Okay. Little so you're not, dance. you're not putting that in your downrigger. Uh, if I do, it's only about six feet down, right okay. in the prop wash. Okay. Yeah. Cause we're shallow anyway in this tournament. You're fishing less than 50 feet of water. Right. Sometimes I'm in less than 20. So, you know, no reason for the downrigger in that shallow water, in my opinion, unless you're just trying to get your bait down. You can right. do a release clip sometimes on the, you know, off the back too, off a cleat or something. But yeah, the downrigger will get a little bit deeper. But you get a hot fish, that downrigger sometimes just one more thing to get out of the way. All right. Do you, Do yeah. you ever pull a pair of pogies on one rig, or do you stick with singles? Not Not a big pair of pogies kind of guy. I like singles. Okay. I like singles. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I just don't find the track real good. You know, if you're chumming or something like that, maybe a different story. But for the slow troll, I'll take one, please, sir. <laughs> all right all right well good luck man yeah. i hope you get a big one if you do uh, shoot us a text yeah definitely will you guys have a good day all, all right, right steve good luck right. captain steve mullen on the water and he is fishing the daily's old school kingfish shootout 
brought to you by Yellowfin. All right, let's take a break. We come back. We will uh, talk to some of the captains that are on the water in this tournament and get an update and see how they're doing. And the one that we're going to talk to next already has two. Oh, really? Two in the boat. Wow. And we'll talk to him right after this, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Hey, uh, look, if you're looking to get an outfit, Kirk, you should have seen me the other day. All I was on Thursday. Man model. I, I, I was. I got to admit, Dylan saw it. Okay, I was totally hagened out. For real. From head to toe. Underwear included. Oh, that's going to be great. Is that too much information that for just you? just ruined that bagel I was eating. I had the Saks underwear yeah. on. Uh, I don't need I that. I got the Hey DMI, Dude DMI, shoes DMI. on. It, it. I got the uh, Salty Captain shorts. I got Salty Crew sh- uh, shorts. I got the, the Hook shirt. <laughs> and I've got my Hagen Coastal Outfitters hat on, the one that I'm wearing right now. We need to get and one I of got, those hats, Chris, with I the got wig. all of that. At Hagen Coastal Outfitters at the Mandarin location, and now they've got more than just one location for Hagen Coastal Outfitters. But dude, I was represent. Give me all your loving, all your hugs and kisses too. I well, was represent. This is a sharp, sharp dressed man, but yep. God bless you. Kirk, Kirk didn't quite get that. Oh man! All right, let's go to the phone lines because my man, my man. Okay, Top Gun. This is one of my guys. That's pretty good fish. One Paul. of my guys, Paul <laughs> Mullethead's got a good one. Yeah, we got a decent one. It, uh, uh, it, it's certainly going to make the rest of the day go a lot easier. Oh, I can tell you that. buddy. Oh, you're, you're done. Uh, you we're, uh, give me? No, no, you ain't done until it's done, because there's bigger ones out here. Oh, there's <laughs> no doubt. But, uh, yeah, that was... Uh, you, you know, my, my crew always consists of, of, of finger mullet, and a lot of times Patrick and and uh, finger mullet's father-in-law, Todd, and uh, my job on the boat is to get us to where we're fishing at, and then I shoot the beanbag and take a nap. And that's exactly what I was doing. I was taking a nap, and they're like, hey, fish on. And, you know, this, this fish actually skied on the bait, and I heard all three of them go, whoa, okay. <laughs> so, and then, uh, and then, then we, we, we put it over the rail, and it's like, yeah, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good fish. It's almost as long as a fish bag. That's cool yeah, when so, they skyrocket like that. So, um, uh, what kind of bait, and uh, and you don't need to tell us where you're at, but I mean, you know, obviously you're somewhere close to the beach, right? I mean, that's yeah. where the tournament's yeah, this, at. The tournament's a three mile limit off the beach, uh, and we we caught it on a caught it on a pogey, a small pogey. Really, uh, small pogey. Yeah, the, the, the 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 bait uh, the bait that we found, Jeff, or you and I talked about yesterday. Yeah, um, that's that's where we're at. And it was a, it was a, it was a small pogey, and and you know, so it's it's in the bag, and like I said, it's going to make the bag a whole lot easier. And uh, right now, I'm in the lead in the Great Goose Cup. <laughs> my my man, Mullethead, he's my team. All right, so I got him. Okay, you know you know how it is, Paul. Okay, me and Gordon got a side bet, and this this makes it important. Okay, so what do you think that fish weighs? Um, I'm saying thirty. Junior's saying 35, 36. 
Um, you know, it's uh, it's 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 pretty good fish. Um, yeah, especially for a beach fish. Um, you know, it's uh, I, I'm saying thirty. I think I'm being a little conservative. Conservative, but uh, Junior thinks it's, it's at least thirty-five. All right. Well, congratulations. Uh, go back to your bean bag. We'll call you back and probably check in at a later date and keep us updated via the text. All right, man. Thank you, Paul. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good one. All right. Now we're going to go to the man, Mr. Jeff Stam, okay, who uh, <laughs> he is on Gordon's team, okay? So he's kind of the enemy, but he's not. Morning, Jeff. <laughs> good morning, guys. So uh, you got a couple in the boat already. Yeah, we got a couple small ones. Uh, missed one right off the bat and uh, got a little air show going on and uh, finally got two in the boat. But uh, just had one that we really would have liked to have had, but she cut the bait and off she went. So. Mm, that's, I mean, is this, how, how do you compare today's fishing so far with a lot of other days in a tournament that you've been in? Because you got two in the boat, you just lost another and it's eight thirty in the morning. Yeah, it's, uh, fishing's outstanding right now. I mean, we're, we're right here on the backside of the major and, you know, first morning bite. So, uh, water's real pretty. Tide just ended, starting to come back in a little bit. So, uh, fishing's good right now. We'll probably have a little bit of a lull here later on in the day, but right now, ooh. oh, my God. what? Ace, yeah, did he miss that one? Yeah, we're watching another boat gaffing a fish over here next to us. Sorry, I just heard, oh my God, and I was like, oh my God, they got a big one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, just a real quick question because you know a lot of king fishermen that fish along the beach. Does tide matter for tournament fishing? Um, yeah. I mean, of course, tide matters. I mean, it's going to matter inshore, offshore, everywhere you fish. You know, sometimes a little bit more than others. I think in, on, the, on the inshore side here against the beach, it definitely is going to matter. You get, get that dirty water at low tide and you, you're looking for the looking for a little bit cleaner water. But right now, fish is, fishing's, fishing's good. We just, like I said, we just haven't had the one that we want. And uh, how many boats are around you? Uh, uh, probably six, maybe seven. That's good. How many? Yeah, six or seven. Six or, okay. six or seven, maybe right. eight. And yep. what do you what do you got for bait? Oh, we got pogies. We got ladyfish. We got mullet. We got ribbonfish. Woo! Big old banneray just jumped out. You've got a pretty yeah, interesting yeah. morning going on there. You know, for a charter boat captain, you're like, hey, this That's is awesome. This is good. <laughs> yeah. Let's I'm go look I'm for the cobia now. Woo! Somebody grab the spinners. Let's go find that cobia. But uh, yeah. no, nah, it's 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 uh it's active right now so uh we're trying to enjoy it like i said hopefully we can find that right one looks like looks like mullet had got him a good one yeah he's got yeah, a he good did. one probably probably man look like a good mini you know low mid 30 fish so uh we'll, we'll see what happens there but uh long day yet all right so you got the gray goose cup we talked about that a little bit earlier with uh with captain kevin how many other side bets do you have in this tournament uh let's see one two Three, probably four. <laughs> Good gracious! <laughs> we, oh. we don't like to gamble around here. Oh, it's a, it makes it fun though. I mean, it's it doesn't matter how much it is. It's just a matter of yeah. having something on the side, right? right? I it's mean, all about no, we always fun. always enjoy always enjoy the camaraderie and fishing against your friends and, and having a good time. I mean, as, as much as you love beating your friends, you, you know, you always hope it's your friends that win. But um, you know, it's it's uh, it's always fun to have that little side bet and little little bragging rights here and there. Sure. Yeah. All right. So, uh, last question, and we're going to let you go. The Calcutta. Okay. Um, 
ballpark. What was the what was the, what might the prize be on the cattle cutoff? A lot of people don't know. Jeff, explain to the person that doesn't know what is a Calcutta in a fishing tournament. So it's kind of like a tournament within a tournament. Depending upon the tournament that you're fishing, they'll they'll have uh, just a regular like this one. Paul's got a hundred dollar Calcutta for the largest fish, and he's got a hundred dollar Calcutta for the largest lady angler fish. Usually, it's a hundred dollar entry or two hundred dollar entry or five hundred dollar entry. Like there is one that's a, a five hundred dollar entry. And when I left the captain's meeting last night, I think there were like twenty five boats in it. But I'm sure there's way. And that more was that, that now. was separate from the tournament. That was just yeah, somebody it was separate else from the one. tournament. Right. But basically, you, you got to be in the Calcutta, and and so it's a tournament within a tournament. Largest fish will win 50% of the pot. Uh, usually second place gets 30 and third place gets 20. So yep. it's, it's cash on top of hopefully what we, what we end up with is a, a nice another 21-foot yellow. Well, if, uh, just to give, if everybody is in the Calcutta in the tournament, you're looking at over $55,000. And obviously not everybody's going to be in the Calcutta. There's going to be somebody who just makes a total boneheaded mistake and doesn't get in the Calcutta. <laughs> yeah, I'll never live that one down. Yeah, I've done the same thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Y'all, well, during Wahoo season, we've let a bunch go. I can promise you that. We've, we've made a bunch of people some, some money. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would say, Jeff, you're, you're probably looking, I, I'm going to guess it's in the $35,000, $40,000 range minimum. Cash money. Woo. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So if you win it, I mean, you end up with you know, we'll say twenty to you know thirty five to, or I'm sorry, uh, seventeen to twenty thousand. I would say is right. probably where it would be. Yeah. All right. Well, so. good, good luck the rest of the day. If you if you get another, you know, get a big fish, shoot us a text in our little group chain we got there, and then we'll holler back at you to see uh, see how it went. Yes, sir. Sounds good. All right. Thank good you. Good luck Jeff. to the rest All of the right, great Thank you, brother. Right, Mr. Thanks. Jeff Stam. All right, uh, we'll uh, we'll check in with some other folks that are fishing as well. But uh, right now, let's go talk to Captain Chip Wingo. He's not in the old school. Morning, Chip. Good morning, guys. Good How you morning. doing? I'm doing a little doing a little old school bull red fishing right now, but this tide is smoking. Is it really? So, wow. Oh goodness. You know where we fish a little, a little bit, Kirk? Yeah. It's it's still pulling five. Did, so on the trolling motor. So did you uh, did you go rocking. get pogies or got some fat ladies? No, I actually have crabs. Oh really? Um, okay. Yeah, they got crabs back in. So might get a lady fish a little bit later here with the I'm watching for some birds now. But uh, that was fun on the off there yesterday, wasn't it? Oh man, that's a nice fish you caught. Yeah, we had a good jack too. We ended up with like a thirty five pound jack. And uh <laughs> That was definitely a one-hour jack. You know, we jumped the tarpon also. It got it, unfortunately got into the motor. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was beautiful. I mean, the last couple of days out there just been so much fun. It was funny that uh, Mullet had said something about catching his on a small bait. That's what mine came on. It was the first bait I put out. Yeah, you got to love and that. I, Took it, did he take it out of your yeah. hands? Uh, no, I just put the rod down, and he hit it. Well, she missed it the first run. And, uh, you know, the first swipe at it, she missed it. And then I dropped it back, you know, lifted the rod, opened the bale, lifted the rod, dropped back, set it in the rod holder. And as soon as the line came tight, she slammed it. That's cool. So, but, of course, I had no gaff. Oh. So. <laughs> you got to tail it. Uh, yep, tailed it, got in the boat, and then she actually released, So, which was really good. Oh, that's nice. Uh, good for yeah, you. Because we weren't, we weren't keeping that fish, but. 
you know, I held her on the side of the boat, and I was surprised because I was going to keep her if she didn't do it. But she ended up uh, ended up releasing really well. So now, tell people but what you're doing. You're fishing the kids' school thing. Yeah, we're doing the. Uh, they have a kids' fish camp, the North Florida North Florida Kids Fishing Camp. So they had an overnight trip all week at Ju. So the kids were staying at Ju, and we'd pick them up at Ju and then take them out fishing. It was a long run. But um, it was so much fun. They do a lot of trips throughout the uh, summer with these kids. And if you have a kid, you can check out North Florida um, Fish Camp, see if they have openings. I think they have one in St. Augustine coming up in a week or two. But uh, it's just so much fun. You have four kids on the boat, and we go out, and they get to offshore fish, inshore fish throughout the week. So they get a lot of different stuff. They do, you know, have some classroom work kind of stuff on the docks and you know, talk about safety, and then they do some dock fishing also. So by the end of the week, they're definitely got their fill of fishing in. So, And it's it's a blast. I yeah, mean, it's I good for the kids. I saw a lot of kids out. having fun this week, you know. Yeah. Well, the kid that had the, uh, the fish with me that was, I'm guessing that fish was close to 30. Ooh. That fish, um, he, uh, he had a 40 the day before. Nice. On another boat. Oh, so goodness. He was like. I said, you need to join the tournament, get in the tournament, brother. Yeah, yeah. you need to take yeah. him uh, out there with the, the Kingfish shootout today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. We just got a little bite here on this one, guys. Watch this, Rod. Well, Chip, we got to go to a yeah, break, man. Good luck. We're going to yeah. take a break, and uh, if you get anything big, send us some pictures. Please, send us pictures. You, you got it, brother. All right, thank you, man. Good luck, Chip. Captain Chip Wingo, one of the great charter captains in our area. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to more of the uh, captains that are fishing the tournament that is happening today. And, folks, uh, I got a text from Miss Lauren. I just want to make sure that I share this because uh, she's the one who runs the whole tournament. And don't forget that you can tune in to the Garmin live stream at the weigh-in for the the Daily's Old School Kingfish Shootout brought to you by Yellowfin. The live stream, the Garmin live stream, is from 2 to 5.30, and it's on their website and possibly you can find it on Facebook as well, live scoring on the website. Uh, so uh, you can check out all of that stuff. Uh, we, t- again, going to take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And uh, got a text from Mike Hayes that thick, thick pen heating and cooling. He's out on the water too, but he's not fishing the Kingfish tournament. He is uh, trout fishing, uh, flounder fishing, flounder fishing, crushing them. Oh, crushing them. Oh, we need to see some pictures. But I got him. I'll show it to you here in just a minute. He's got a live well full of a flounder. But he wanted to let everybody know that Thick Pen is hiring skilled technicians for Thick Pen, which is a second generation, family owned company. They've got unbeatable perks. Competitive pay, exceptional benefits. They do the whole pay training, and you get your well-deserved time off. And so, look, if you want to join the team at Thigpen, give them a call, 904-448-1962. All right, let's head back out on the water to find out how Mr. Ed Malin and his way better crew that he has on his boat are doing (laughs) in the Daily's Old School Kingfish Shootout brought to you by Yellowfin. Morning, Ed. Morning, Hefe. So, um, did you hear the story that we related earlier? I was listening. Yeah, you got 
discombobulated there, mister. You're a nibbler. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a nibbler. I love to sit down and eat my own fries. They're fantastic. But I wasn't <laughs> eating your fries. You see, you got that first small order on the house. You didn't pay for it. The Those second order fries. was a small order, too, Ed. Oh, it was? Oh, yeah. your fries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. It was. Yeah. 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 yeah your memory slipped. Yeah. They were brother. mighty tasty. I thank you for those. They yeah. No, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed them. <laughs> Not as much as, uh, oh, Doc Dunn, he didn't like his sandwich with the onion. No onion bread. Uh, but, uh, man, All right, so so I got I got to ask because Top Gun was in there Monday. He did not get the the Jeff yep. mix. Yep. Okay, and you is, were talking. Uh, oh, are yeah. they still available? Yeah, well, no, they're not. We sold them all week long, and we sold them till we sold out, just like we did with the onion bread. That keeps things fresh. If you go to a restaurant and not run out of stuff, it's probably all frozen crap. So okay, that's right. We don't, won't do that. So, you know, we get our bread fresh from three different local bakeries every day. And on Monday, since we're closed on Sunday, sometimes our bread deliveries are a little late, top done, so we don't have the fresh onion roll that you always want. I apologize. But that's what makes it so good. Fresh. Well, he just needs to get over it because the rest of the bread's delicious. That just really makes your sandwiches so good. It's a very important part of a sandwich. It is. And we get it fresh. So Naughty's does us right, Village Bakery, and we're now getting our white sub rolls from the French French Pantry. Oh. And they do a fantastic I'll job. tell you what, that sandwich I had Saturday with that turkey, that was pretty daggum sporty. You had a big smile on your face, Captain Kirk. It was good, man. Very good. Nothing makes me happier than to see a happy customer. All right, so Ed, um, you, you have Angie subs, but you're also the uh, proud co-owner of Two Titmites Vodka, which has sponsored a – a little bit of a pot for the Lady Angler Division, correct? At the uh, the old school tournament, tell us about it. Correct, correct. Um, and if you mean co-owner, as in my wife is the other owner, that's that you are correct. Yes, I that's what I was. Right, yes. That's what I was inferring. The yeah, yeah, bingo. So we are sponsoring the Ladies Calcutta today. Uh, there's five thousand dollars to the top fish in the Lady Calcutta, sponsored by Two Tip My Podcast, the Two Tip My Foundation. Um, and and uh, weigh in. I, I don't know how many we got yesterday. I mean, I'm weighing at, at the captain's meeting, but um, a lot of ladies signed up. It's going to be a pretty hefty prize. Nice. Nice. And then part of the proceeds go to the Two Tip Mice Foundation, which tell people what that – first of all, Two Tip Mice is a vodka, which is outstanding. A tit mouse is a bird, and it's a sweet potato vodka that I have distilled in California. Um, and we have a foundation where $2 from the sale of every bottle goes to our foundation, the Breast Cancer Foundation. 100% of the money that we collect in the foundation goes to help breast cancer patients can't pay their bills while they're undergoing treatment, their monthly bills, their rent, their car payment, their electric, their water, their cell phone bills. We pay those for them while they're chemo, radiation, surgery, things like that. Uh, we have about seven active local patients right now that we're helping out. Um, the foundation is uh, what drives me to go to work every day. It's the most fantastic thing I do. Awesome. Yeah, that's a cool thing. It really yeah. is, Ed. I'm fishing with all girls. You know, my my crew is all girls. And um, who just caught that fish? Oh, my wife just put a teenager in the boat. That was our first fish. Yeah, I saw that. Day. Nice fish. Yeah, I got the picture. Uh, congrats to her. And yeah. uh, so who's the brains of the operation there? Because we know that it's not you. It's not me. No, I, I just, all I do is put pogies in the nose and put them out. Um, my wife is the captain. I'm the first mate, but I'm pumped. And, um, and, uh, Kelly Malarkey and Cam Nix, uh, fished with me every tournament last year and they are fairly well seasoned now. They, they pretty much do it all, but this is the year they learn how to gaff and throw the cast net. Oh, Oof. yep. Yeah, so we I don't heard... have to do, I do less and less every year. We heard bait was a little struggle this morning. 
I had to run all the way to PV to find some um, through three casts and had more than we need, more than we needed, but it was right on the beach. A lot of people are driving past it. It is in five foot of water. Wow. Um, they're nice pogies, but no, I ran all the way from St. Augustine up here and I got a pretty good eye. There was not much on the beach. That's incredible. Cause to think in the last two days, I was talking to Jeremy Alvarez via text a minute ago, you could have walked on it the last mm-hmm. two or three days. Yep. No, I saw videos. Uh, Spencer Brogman had a video out that, I mean, it was like 40 years ago, Kirk. I mean, it was just pogies as far as you could see from the breakers all the way out. And, yeah. uh, anything like that today. When that wind changes, as you've already said, they just disappear. It's amazing how they can disappear. They go out in that deep water. They don't like that clear mm-hmm. water up on the sand. Yeah. Kingfish do, though. Yeah. So how many, how many bites have you had, Ed? We missed one right off as soon as I was putting baits out. Uh, missed a fish. Then we caught a couple of sharks. And then we just caught that teenager, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that's some action already. I mean, it's not even 9 o'clock. I mean, that's nothing wrong with yeah. that. We, um, the giant school of Spanish just went by. It's very fishy. I'm marking a lot of stuff, you know, in the middle of the water column here. I feel good about it. It looks, it looks very fishy to me right now. Did oh, you deploy any ribbon giant fish? school of Spanish. I know. I, was couldn't, I couldn't really get close enough to him to, to hook one, and I was on hold at the same time. So I was, I, I'm going to circle back around and see if I can find them. I do. I have a couple of ribbons out always. I did really well with ribbons last year, um, and we caught a lot of fish on ribbons last year. So now I deploy numerous ribbons in my uh, display. Now, do you put a ribbon down, or you just do you put it on a flat line? Got both ribbon down and a ribbon right in the prop, prop wash. Right. Actually, mm-hmm. I got one on the on the outrigger right now, kind of floating around on the top out there. Yeah, that worked last year with a with a, a, real, a much lighter weight than I typically fish. Right. I right. did. Uh, did you just start fishing pretty close to where you got your bait, or did you end up going somewhere else where you had a good feeling about? Caught them and started hooking them. Okay. Yep. I don't like to run away from bait, you know. Yep. Good call. I think you're That's- in the right spot. Yep. yep. I know where yep. you are. All right. Yeah, you do. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate it, guys. You're doing a great job. All right. Good job. And right. uh, and uh, tell Kristen good job. And then good luck for the rest of the day. If you get another one, uh, shoot us a text. We'll do it. Thanks, boys. All right. All right. See good you. Good luck. All right. um, you're not fishing today, Kirk. Uh, what what Kingfish tournament are you going to fish? I don't know if I'm going to fish one. Really? I, I have fished this one the last two years. And then this year. You know, you had the wounded wing, and so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to sit this one out and hang out with you. Good. Make sure we're covered. Good. Are we uh, Are we going to get anybody next, Chris? Uh, we're, we're basically jumping through. How about Jeremy Alvarez? Jeremy just uh, We're going to get him text. on the phone. We need to get him on the phone. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, Chad Starling. I, Chad? I got a list. I'm just watching the clock, too, because I know we're coming up on a break. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Jer- Jeremy's got a fish in the boat. The the one question I think that a lot of people would ask that may not know much about kingfishing do you have to have do you have to have special rods and reels not really but it does help to have a, a rod with and rod and reel with a good bit of capacity okay because they are known to run I mean a, a a good big fish in the 30s and 40s he could take a hundred yards of line in a split second and the reason I'm asking is because my whole goal of trying to catch a kingfish from the from the kayak. Yeah. Do I need to have? I mean, because you know the kingfish tournament guys, they've got the Shimano Speedmasters with the you know the flimsier kind yeah. of rods, and they're using real light drag. Yeah. Do you need to have that, or can you have like a level one that that you can make do with? You you you're better not using a uh, a reel that has a 
clutch dog in it. Basically, a level one. You want a conventional reel that has n- no apparatus that's going to slow down the speed of the, the line coming off the spool. Okay. If you do have that, the clutch dog going back and forth that spools the line onto the reel with a bait caster, it will not be able to keep up with the speed of a fish going Mach 6. Because the kingfish are going so fast. It'll end up wrapping on that somehow, and it'll pop the line. Could you use a spinning rod? You can use a spinning rod, okay. but you need to use a spinning rod that has a pretty good capacity. Right. You know, I would say a couple hundred yards. Yeah, I got, I got that. If you've got that, you'll probably be okay. Okay. Um, but if you do hook a really big fish, it's amazing how, what their speed can be, and it's amazing how quick they can dump a reel. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the, and the secret, too, is that kingfish is aggressive with food. You know, like Paul said, that fish skied on them. The one we caught uh, yesterday, which was a good one, he skied up above the T-top when he hit the bait. Wow. You know, I was fishing with Greg, Dr. Greg Bennett and his wife, Barbie, you know, so. That's crazy. Yeah. I so mean, we need to go to this call. Sky, sky and kingfish. All right. So uh, we're going back to the phone lines. Uh, the boat is called Beer Money. The captain is Mr. Chris Stevens. Morning, Chris. Good morning, fellas. How you doing? Doing good, brother. Uh, give us give us a report. You know, you, what do you got for bait? You know, where are you at? What uh, what you been seeing? Well, we're uh, we're at the north end of the desert. We've been seeing fish on the uh, on the telephone. Uh, Paul's got a, a really really nice fish. I think that fish is thirty eight plus. Um, but we've uh, been running around chasing our tails this morning, and we ain't caught up to it yet. Mm, tough morning, huh? So. Yeah, I think we're in your backyard, Jeff. Yep, I think that you're in a good place. Yep. Well, we're gonna we're gonna spend the day here. Got the chum bags out and do diminishing circles till we troll up our own butts, as they say. What uh, What do you got for bait? Or did you get pogies? Are you gonna fish mullet, ribbon fish? What do you got? We got ribbons. We got uh, pogies. We got croakers. We got shrimp, and the shrimp are huge right in your backyard. Oh, you're throwing them, uh, the cast net, catching the big shrimp, huh? With- catching, yeah, catching. They're probably 15-count shrimp. Oh. I mean, we're not catching any numbers, but they are nice shrimp. 15 counts from what people, when when captains like Chris, they're coming onto the beach to throw the net to catch pogies, and then the net goes down to the bottom, you guys are catching shrimp, not on purpose, but just while you're catching pogies. 15 yes, counts. Yeah, yeah, big as your big as your index, but your third finger. I mean, look, give people an idea when the count of the number of shrimp is how many shrimp per, it takes to make a, a pound. pound. Yeah, per pound. So 13, fifteen, probably count. thirteen to fifteen. So yeah, thirteen make a to pound. fifteen count. You get thirteen or fifteen shrimp, and you've got a pound of shrimp. That's big daddies. Yeah, you get U sixteens yeah. like that. U fifteens. Those are nice shrimp, man. Yeah, those are grilling shrimp. That's right. Yeah, that almost makes you want to stay up in there and throw the net a little longer. That made me want to go just quit kingfishing and throw the cast net. Oh, shrimping. <laughs> well, the shrimp boats were on the beach yesterday dragging, so that's yeah. why. West wind blows yeah, they like were that for tight. a couple of days, they're going to show up. Yeah, they were in tight yesterday, real tight on the beach. And like I said, in five casts this morning, we probably caught 15, 18 shrimp. Mm, nice. Mm. So, you know, pound of shrimp maybe. Uh, let me ask you, what would you do with them? They're in the cooler. Doggone right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll use some of them for bait, you know, trying to catch, uh, you know, a croaker or Whiting. some kind of live bait. But most of them, most of them be uh, table fare. Mm-hmm. 
right. Most that, of them will be table fare. How many boats you got around you? Uh, we're stretched out through here, Jeff. There's there's um boats as far as you can see north and as far as you can see south, but it's not tight right here. Yeah, good. That's good. Good. Yep. yep. That's a, so that's we will a lot holler of at you if, if we if we get lucky enough to find something, we will give you a shout and hopefully send you a picture. All right. Well, good luck and uh, and we'll, we'll we'll talk if uh, if you've got a, a big one in uh, in the boat. Yes, sir. Thank you much. All right. Thank you, All Chris. Right, Chris. See you. Good luck. Yes, Beer sir. money and uh, by the way, Beer Money was on Gordon's team and then offended Gordon in some way and then Gordon dumped him. So, Beer Money, if he's if his weight ends up, and I know I'm probably confusing you, but anyway, he's on his own, and he could he 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 could force me and Gordon to buy lunch for everybody mm. if Chris Stevens has a great day. Oh. So anyway, let's take a break. We come back. We're gonna do a ring power cat tip of the week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. If you've got a piece of waterfront heaven and it's not quite heavenly, let CNH Marine Construction help you out. Docks, bulkheads, boathouses, boat lifts, they can do a little bit of everything when it comes to that. And they do an amazing job, but really an amazing price. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Captain Chad Starling is also fishing the old school Kingfish Shootout. Good morning, Captain Chad. Good morning, boys. How we doing? Ain't there too much wind in the mic, is there? No, no, not not Very at good. all. Good gosh. I, have, I appreciate I have, you asking that question. You're a, you're a just a man a among pro. boys. That's a pro right there. Yeah, I had uh, I had to turn the boat into the wind so you you'd be able to hear me. I love uh, you. I love you. Right, right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> bait's been a problem this morning. I guess everybody, you know how it is on tournament day. Yesterday, you can walk on bait. Today, bait's a, a problem. So. Uh, I mean, I didn't even find any pogies. I didn't see anybody throwing a net that had any luck this morning down the beach. So uh, it's going to be one of them tournaments, I guess. That's so hard to believe, anybody, you know. I know. If anybody found some bait this morning, they're ahead of the game right now. Yeah, I know. Uh, we've talked to Steve, texted with Jeremy, to a lot of the guys out of St. Augustine, and everybody's pretty much had to struggle to find. But they're finding but, it. But they're finding it. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you find any kind of a bait school, you know how it is. It's like a flock of pelicans. Everybody runs in there and runs for them with their boat motors and scatters them all out and makes it hard. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. So since you didn't get pogies, what do you have for bait and what's your game plan? Well, my game plan right now is uh, I've got some, some dead cigar menace. And, uh, so I've got them on skirts, you know. I always try to come with a plan B or a plan C. So right now I'm on plan, uh, I think it's plan J. <laughs> <laughs> I like your enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, we're super pumped up. Hoping that I said, I said, man, all we got to do is find a monster kingfish that's st- absolutely starving, and we're going to be golden. <laughs> hey, you can't, you can't, can't win if you're not in the game, right? Yeah, I know that's right. I said we're we're not mutton fishing today, boys and girls. No, no. What's the ocean like? Um. Ain't the worst, Kirk. It's uh probably two feet. I'm I'm inside uh, Jenny's right now. You know, trying to stay in some calmer water. So, uh, but out offshore, it's it's two to three feet, pretty tight. Winds blowing probably twelve knots, pretty solid from the northeast. Right. 
So a little bit, a little bit choppy. You know, smaller boats ain't going to be able to go very far unless they're serious. Yeah, yeah, I think that that tide change in that east winds pushed that super clear water up in the sand, and those pogies went out deep. Yeah, yeah, I've I've looked all over the place this morning, but yeah, we're just going to kind of hang tight and uh, work with the crew. If we can find a kingfish that's starving and go from there, all we need is three. You got two lady anglers with me. Got my wife Rochelle. Got my sister-in-law Monica and me. So uh, we're out here fishing. Right. Hey Chad, fishing. Chad, yeah. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, uh, just had somebody call in who's also in the tournament, but they want to save your skin. They found bait straight out from the St. Augustine Lighthouse. And it is all over the place. That's a long way to uh, go. That's a long way from uh, Mayport. Hey, look, yeah. uh, how much bait you got right now, Chad? I got plenty. See ya. I ain't oh, got no, no. live bait. <laughs> I ain't got no live bait, but I'm only running 30 yeah. miles for it. <laughs> hey, that's right. Check but there that you box. go. So, but I thought that was nice. Somebody called yeah, in and just yeah. said, hey, we just yeah. found a ton of it. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I appreciate that very much for whoever it was that called that in. Thank you very much. But that's uh, a little too far for me to run for. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. All yeah. right. Well, well. Good luck if you get a big one. Send us some pictures, and uh, and we hope that you 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 do well today. Yep. All right. I appreciate it, Jeff. Thank you, boys. Appreciate the call, and uh, we'll see you on the next. You're right, my you're you guys, my favorite. You guys have a good time, man. Enjoy enjoy the day. You got it. If we get one, we will send you a picture. All right, brother. Good luck, Captain Chad Starling, Team Buck Rogers. Love that guy. Got a great charter boat. You know, so if you're interested. Uh, He's the man. Did you shoot him a text to give him I an did. idea? I, where, told, okay. I told him. All right, good. I told him. I gave him some intel. All right, got, got to give him some intel. All right, uh, let's do a ring power cat tip of the week. Ring power in a cat rental store has the youngest, most dependable fleet in the industry for you to have your job productive and also on time. If you want to learn more, go to ringpower.com and they can find the equipment to match all of your needs. This week's tip, we want you to follow the Old School Kingfish Shootout leaderboard. We've provided a link on our Facebook page and our Instagram page, so you can follow the leaderboard, but then you can also, if you wanted to, you could go to the Garmin live stream, which is going to be available on their website, and then also on their Facebook page, possibly. They're going to have a whole production, according to Paul, and if uh, you want to find out what their uh, website is it's oldschoolkingfish.com and they're going to have the Garmin live stream from 2 until 5.30 p.m. and they will have live scoring again on the website as well which we provided the link to that on our Facebook and our Instagram page. That should be pretty cool yeah, that'll be to really follow nice. those. Yeah, that'll be very neat. And uh, over 650 boats out there today. And that's a, that's a tremendous number, so I hope everybody stays safe. And that's your Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Give you something to do today, you know, to tune in. And hopefully my uh, my other team, Favor Schulte, will be doing something productive. Let's hope so. They've got about uh, 45 minutes to show up on the live feed. I mean, yeah, come on, <laughs> on man. On the live feed. Let's Get to go. work, boys. I mean, uh, Mullethead is done represented. That's pretty strong. You know, I got – I got I got two teams now, okay, and I'm rooting for all of them, but I'm rooting a little extra hard for two teams in particular. I'm also rooting hard for Leeward. Let's go to the phone lines and bring up Leeward as well, who is also in the Grey Goose Cup and also in the old school Kingfish Tournament. Good morning, Leeward. 
Good morning, guys. How are we doing? Good. Uh, where you at? Well, I am, you know, right off the beach here. Actually, just in the Pond Beach area. So. so we're. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you mentioned I'm a member of the Great Goose Cup. I'm actually one of the founding fathers. I, you know, I'm starting to get a little long in tooth with this stuff. <laughs> and uh, how many years has the uh, the Great Goose Cup, which is a you know, it's a personal bet among friends. How long has that been going on? Uh, well, it actually started back in around 2004, and it got to be just too much and too big. A lot of people wanted to get in on it, and all kinds of stuff went on. So, you know, we, we put it aside for a, a few years. And now this, this group here, we've been doing it probably the last uh, eight years, seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. Stam had kind of cornered the market, but Mullethead and Beer Money and, you know, they've, they've jumped in there a year or two, so still waiting on my turn. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, have you ever won the Grey Goose Cup? I have not won the Grey Goose Cup. Okay, and I are you the only one team. without a win? No, 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 no. Um, there's two or three of us that haven't won it. Uh, I haven't come in DAL every time either, so that's something. <laughs> uh, but we're uh, we, we got we got a, a teenager in the boat here this morning, so oh, that's good. I did just I did just send you a picture of one of the shrimp we caught in the net too. So. I saw that man. That's that's a really nice one. Yeah, yeah. They're they're just uh, came out here and did that for a day. You'd be you'd be golden. I tell you what, it was about twenty years ago, and it was the end of May and there was a friend of mine that, that served in the uh, fire department and we were all looking for pogies running down the beach and he called me on the telephone and he goes, where are you at? And I said, I'm down here at the poles. I said, where are you? And he goes, I'm in Neptune beach. And I said, well, I found bait and he goes, but you need to come down here. And I said, why? And he goes, you just need to come. And I know him well enough. I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, believe me, you want to come down here. And I said, okay. So I pulled in the net. I had a little bit of bait and I threw it in a live well. I ran all the way down to Neptune beach. I pulled up next to him and he goes, look over there. He said, I'm not going to point, but do you see the, the popping on the water? And I said, yeah. I said, it's pogies. I said, I had pogies down the other end of the beach. He goes, that ain't pogies. And I said, you are kidding me. He goes, just throw the net. And I pulled up there, and I threw that net, and I could not believe how many shrimp I caught in one cast. Oh, my. I caught, yeah. My son Kyle was with me, and his friend Tyler Smith, and another one of the other boys, I can't remember his name, uh, might have been Chris Eggers. And I'm not kidding you, Leeward, we had to take all the drinks and ice out of the 48 quart cooler <laughs> and I dumped the net in there and we filled the cooler up. Oh wow. Shrimp. That's a day there. Yeah. It was Man. unbelievable. Yum. I did it twice, filled both coolers. We had two coolers, we filled them both up. I said, boys, get the Ziploc bags out and start bagging them up. It was unbelievable. Very nice. Yeah. Yep. So you never know. Yeah. Sounds yeah, sounds like uh just getting some information here. Yeah. Hey, well, they say when the west wind blows like that, the shrimp crawlers will get on the beach. That's why they get over there. 
Yeah. So I, yeah. Well, I, I can attest to that this morning. Yep. That's for sure. That's right. So, but uh, anyway, we're just out dragging them. I did manage to get some pogies and stuff, so we're uh, we're we're dragging them around. Got uh, so we got a, a, a smallish teenager in the boat, so we're we're uh, got an assortment out. I did get some little croakers too in the net. So oh, good. Got one of, yeah, I got one of those out, hoping he gets nailed. So. Now, did y'all come out of Volano or Mayport? Uh, we're out of Mayport. Okay. Yep. yep. So, we so you found bait, bait pretty close to Mayport? No. No, it, uh, we were all the way to about to the Red Tops. Okay. Yep. So, um, so, and shallow, like everybody's been saying. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's where they were at yesterday, too. So. All right. Well, good uh, luck. I, I see a, a guy on a bow here right behind us, so hopefully we'll... Uh, Get on. I was hoping it'd go off while we were on the phone. Wouldn't that be good radio? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Have a little real singing in the background. Well, clicker, we're, we're clicker going big off. Big fan of money. Yes, sir. All right. Well, well, we, the, one, the one that did, we did get. He hit the short prop wash base, and we watched him come right, skip across the surface, and nail it and go. So it's, it's uh, been exciting. Well, good luck, man. We hope right, you Yeah, good luck, and, uh, and then send us pictures. Keep them, keep them coming in our little group. Group uh, group text, and thanks for the picture of the shrimp. Wow. We'll do it. We'll do it. All right. See you, Lee. See you, guys. All right. Uh, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. When we come back, we're going to do a Kirby Co. Cooking Tip of the Week. Rock Stray Cats. I love this song. Right? Stray Cats. Am I right? Am I right? Oh, yeah. 100%. Rock this town, baby. Yeah. Good good jam. All right, let's do a uh, Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week. Kirby Co. Builders is an industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. If you haven't been to their website to see some of their work, go to KirbyCoBuilders.com because, ooh, they do some pretty oh, work. Beautiful work. Beautiful pretty work. work. All right, uh, this week's cooking tip comes from me. All right, so uh, I I went to the store. You know how they got uh, every now and again they got the twofers or you know the the you know, bogos Chris, buy one get one. Chris, I don't want to hear another word out of a recipe that I throw out on the table. This is not really a recipe. You know, yeah, this really is a question. Right. You're I right. had to back off. You know, this is not a recipe. You're right. Oh, this, this is, is a, a listen. This is a favor level. Uh, it is, tip. it this is, is lame, but, but go ahead. It, its complexity is in its simplicity and the opinion of others. Oh, boy. Okay, every now what, and again, what? you go to the grocery store, and they yeah. have BOGO on Thomas's English muffins. Chris, I thought they closed down Kmart and the Blue Light Specials. <laughs> That's what this is, baby. It's a Blue Light Special right here. All right, so, so if you're making... Banana nut bread! Thomas English muffins... <laughs> What's the way that you eat it? With Chris, we'll mouth. start with you first. Well, I don't, I don't eat them because I because of the whole carb thing. Okay, but, but when you do, but I used to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just got the regular ones, and man, just pop them in the toaster and just crush them with butter. Butter, because I like else? The, no, because I like that because I like those pools of butter in the nooks and crannies. See, I don't put butter on it. I just put honey on it. Honey, you're straight honey. I'm a honey guy. Just okay, put honey on it. Uh, Dylan. Sneak, sneaky pick, the cinnamon raisin English muffins with butter and cinnamon sugar. Oh, wow. Whole, Going totally, down on the cinnamon. I am totally on board with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, that sounds good. Okay, yeah. I'm totally on board with that. 
Well, what's okay. your pick? My, that 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 would be my number one, but my number two is the honey roasted Peter Pan peanut butter. And because the great thing about those nooks and crannies that it holds a lot of peanut butter, it yeah, does. That's true. true. You know, you just mash it flat and mm, and let the the. I mean, you got to yeah, do it warm. Let yeah, let it melt the peanut so butter. So it melts mm. that. Yeah. The secret the is though, you oh. got to get them toasted. Oh, they have to be toasted. It's got to yeah. have that but, toast on. But it, you know, know the problem though is that they always like on the TV commercials. You know, they always show those perfect muffins but you know when they cut them you got that one that looks perfect and then you got the other one that's like kind of convex shape because they cut it off center yep yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i hate that all right so here's my question how do you how do you another question how do you split or cut the english muffin in half with a sharp knife Got to yeah. use a sharp knife. Super sharp, super sharp bread knife. Yeah, bread knife. Serrated edge bread knife. Got to exactly. use a bread mm-hmm. knife, exactly. man. Yeah, okay. yeah. Don't time. that fork split stuff. That's a lie. That I'm with you. I'm just totally with you. Just tears. The fork yeah. splitting does not work no. on an English muffin. And no, you got to get it. You got to get a perfect. 50-50 split. Yeah, you have you to. do cut it. That I've raised it a, a foodie, evenly. right? Can you tell he's off of me? Yeah, he's all for sure. a foodie, man. <laughs> sure. You're killing me, man. That's Don't great. fall far from the tree. I know. Uh, but I, I, will, I will say I, I will add one more to my trio of fra- favorite ways to eat Thomas's English muffins. Okay. Eggs Benedict. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But Poached see, now you've opened a whole holidays. new can of worms now Ooh. because, man, you got to do the eggs Benedict That's right. One of my faves, right? Would there, that not know. be at the top? Oh yeah, I'm all over that. But that hollandaise sauce better be money because oh. otherwise you're t- homemade. It's, it's terrible. all about the hollandaise. It's oh about yeah, making it the right way, baby. Mm-hmm. You know? All right, so let me ask you another question while we're on this topic. Mm-hmm. Do you use anything else other than Canadian bacon? Oh, I love sausage. Your sausage. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sausage patty on there? I like mm-hmm. Come on now. I like hickory smoked bacon on that bad boy. Hickory smoked bacon. Yep. And a poached egg. Do, would you do a crab cake? That's what nah. I was going to say. A crab yeah. cake Benedict. I can't do it. Can't Sometimes do it's that. the move. Sometimes I can't do seafood for breakfast. Really? I can't do that. I just can't use crab for breakfast. It's it's for rich. me, it's got to be the Canadian bacon. And rich. Kirk, I could go with the with the bacon, the thick cut bacon, bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could do that. I could, man, that's money right there. Anyway, all right, that's your uh, Kirby Co. Builders cooking yeah, tip of the week. Go, all right, uh, let's English go. Muffin. Let's go back to the water. Do we have favor? Uh, is, is that a yes no, or a no? no that's no, a no. Right, he's shaking his finger at me. Well, no, being answering. So I'm thinking a, it's been interesting. Yeah, I'm. Th- th- I'm thinking he's busy. Well, now uh, we, I'm hoping we, we tried to contact Jeremy Alvarez and he's fishing with his wife. So he said he's in the middle of a pack. So my guess, he's probably around the Mayport Inlet. Mm-hmm. Chad just said it's gotten a little sporty. So I don't know what the winds are doing. I'm gonna look at WindFinder real quick. I know our favorite app. My guess is that Northeast wind's starting to kick just a little bit and you got to keep your eyes on the road. Yeah. They're saying 10 knots. So 10 knots, you're talking 12. 15 mile an hour winds that's already starting to blow out of the northeast it's starting to get a little bumpy and you got to hold the wheel and mm-hmm. you know when you're by yourself um it, it makes it tough and you're trying to keep an eye on the lines and you got boats all around you got to keep your eyes on the road heck yeah you know, mm-hmm. be safe folks so some of the guys that are fishing around have moved over to the inlets because of the incoming tide where the clear water is and that's what's uh, the southern boundary of this tournament is it daytona I think it is. Ponce? Is that considered Ponce? I think it's Ponce right? Inlet. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
because I know Favors probably south. I know Chris Stevens. I've fished with him a couple times. He likes to go north. I mean, you know, all the way at Fernandina area. If those guys are fishing in that particular area. All right. So I am. Uh, I, I'm pulling up the rules right now. Okay. okay, I'm at oldschoolkingfish.com and rule number uh, seven. The okay. boundaries are the center of the St. Mary's River okay. to the south jetty of Ponce Inlet. Okay. And is Ponce Daytona, correct? That's Daytona. Okay. That's a long spread. And uh, that's a, obviously within three miles. And I'm telling you, if you got a northeast wind... You don't want to get too far down the beach, and it starts to really get punchy. Because then you got if you're you know, if you're fishing, let's say Matanzas or south of Matanzas, and you got to run back to St. Augustine, that's a poke. And if you're fishing your house, and you got to run back to Mayport, that's a poke. If it mm-hmm. gets a little bump, running into it, you'd rather go if you're to, in to St. Augustine. Boat, you're going to get your uh, you know. Get your butt beat. Mm-hmm. Now, so. just a quick question, Captain Kirk, about the scale. You were saying being safe and watching the steering wheel. How long are the rigs going out back behind? Because I, I don't know, and you guys have mentioned prop wash and down riggers, but, uh, you know, from tip of the boat to the last rig, how long are you of a vessel are you watching? You know, you're, you're talking about if you're running your lines back, sometimes you're running back 40, 50 feet. You run a shotgun line. Then you'll run a short line right up behind the prop wash. So 15 feet, and then you've got a midline that's probably 20 yards back, and then if you got one on a downrigger, mm-hmm. and a lot of the guys will only to- troll three lines. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in a tournament, usually you've got at least one downrigger down, so you've got four lines down. Mm-hmm. Some guys will use five, which can be a lot of traffic lot on. when 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 a fish goes off because you want to start clearing lines if mm-hmm. you get a good fish on. Um, Especially with 650 boats out there too. Well, and that's another thing to consider if a fish takes off and you're in a pack. You know, you've got to maneuver that pack. Mm-hmm. And if if you've got people that aren't self-aware or considerate, you know, and they leave twin downriggers down and your fish runs between twin downriggers with wire, you're done. That's it. Game so over. so etiquette, et- kingfish etiquette. If you're fishing next to a boat and, okay, well, let's say all three of us are fishing in our own boat. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And we don't know each other. Right. Which that shouldn't matter. Right. You cook. You hook a fish, Kirk. What should I do? The and, and we're, and we're thing pretty to do close. Is if you're if you're close to somebody and and you see a guy's rod goes off and he, and he looks at you and goes and hey. there's an angler on the front of the bow of the boat, which is typically where they're fighting from. He says, "Hey, I got a good one on." The consider considerate thing to do is first thing to pop your downriggers up. If you got wire or even the downrigger period, go ahead and pop them up and bring them up so you don't cut his fish off. You know, give him the opportunity to catch it. You could still possibly leave a flat line out, mm-hmm. but steer away from them, turn away from them. Turn the boat away from the from the boat that has a fish on. The, from the angler that's hooked so up. So downriggers that's up. That's a considerate Turning thing away from an angler that uh, that has a fish on. That's right. That's a considerate thing to do. And, and mind your lines, too. If you're if you got a shotgun line and it's way back, his fish is running towards your shotgun line, just pull it in. Reel it in. Just pull it in. Yeah. It's, it's not that much trouble you know redeploy the lines and because you'd want the bit. same courtesy well treat exactly. others like you'd want to be treated mm-hmm. you know the, the one of the ten commandments you know the golden rule you know treat your treat your neighbor like you'd want to be treated well so the reason being I, aware being yeah. aware of who's around you yeah courtesy. exactly yeah. it's just a considerate because thing a lot of people don't understand that a lot of it's kind of we un- understand that yeah. but mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand yeah. that and yeah. it's just a matter of 
That's how you would want to have it if you well, had a big fish on. I mean, you know, if you want your neighbors to treat you right, you got to treat them right sometimes. I, so, I hate mm. to say this. Some people have to have it spelled out. Some people <laughs> just just kind of, they're not nice. Fact. Very true. Mm-hmm. Fact. Very true. Some people but, need to have it spelled out. But karma comes back sometimes. Some people, people have to have act. it literally verbally spoken to them. Yeah. Some people can be <laughs> ugly, you know, and you have to kind of tell them. Sometimes, the, I know when I was younger, occasionally I needed correction. And my folks were quick to correct me. And I think as I grew older, I, I realized that that was a good thing, you know. And I, I, at the age I'm at right now, I'm not beneath correcting people when I feel like they're, you know, being knuckleheads. You know, maybe sometimes you need to just recognize the fact that, look, you're not being nice to other people. If you play nice, maybe people will play nice with you too, mm-hmm. you know. It's not. It doesn't always have to be a dog eat dog world. You exactly. Know? I mean, we can get along Keeping a lot the better. Water peaceful. Everybody. If you have respect fish. for other people. You know, respect other people's space. But there is some certain etiquette in fishing, and and you guys bring up a very valid point. I mean, it sure makes it a lot better for everybody else, and a lot more fun. And to me, it increases the line of competition. You know, and honestly, think about it. How many people we've talked to this morning said, "Hey, we couldn't find bait," and here we are. What are we going to do? We're going to help them. You know, exactly. and say, "Hey." We found bait. We know where it is, and send them a little text message. Say, "Hey, buddy, you know, mm-hmm. I work with five or six guys offshore Mayport, and occasionally we all kind of get in a position where we're struggling. And it's so nice when one of those guys, you know, I had one of them next yesterday, Chris on the hot pursuit, you know, called me on the phone and he said, Kurt, I found some fish, and I had already found something. He didn't know that.'" And he said, Still offering. And he offered. He said, This is where they are. And I said, Man, that was really nice of you. I really yeah. appreciated that. That's when cool. I got home last night, hours later, I sent him a text and I said, Chris, that was really generous of you to contact me today to try to help me some. You know, and I think that's what it's all about. Uh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. All right. So the, the tournament today, I was just looking at some of his rules. Okay. Some of the rules uh, fishing hours from 7 a.m. until 3 p.m. Right. Uh, they didn't weren't allowed to have any lines in the water prior to uh, to seven a.m. And then, uh, the weigh-in will go until five thirty. So I, I'm assuming the three p.m. Once it hits three p.m., you got to reel them up. If, yeah, exactly. And then you can get to the weigh-in from with a boat. You can go to the weigh-in in a vehicle if you were let's say fishing down south and end up down there in Daytona, you can, you know, put your boat on the trailer down there or whatever and then drive to the weigh-in in St. Augustine if you need You've got to be in the weigh-in line. you got to be yeah. in the weigh-in line at, uh, at weigh-in, I believe, at 530. Yeah. If so, you want to place in the tournament, you got to be in the weigh-in line, you know. Um, we've all experienced that. I mean, even filling, the, you know, fishing these family tournaments like the El Cheapo, if you are not in the weigh-in line you're you and you don't weigh a – you know, the way the fish, you know, that, that's not going to help you any, you know. So uh, weigh-in will open at 2 p.m. and will remain open until 5.30 p.m. Fish may be brought to the weigh-in by tr- uh, boat or truck. The crew member must be at the tournament site and checked in with your fish by 5.30 p.m. for your fish to be weighed and bring your boat number with you to weigh-in. Okay, just a, a little reminder there. All right, let's take a break. It's a little early, but uh, when we come back, we're going to see if we can talk to Captain Kevin Favor. We'll do a uh, weather. We're going to do a tides, 
Yes, Chris. Uh, well, I have, yeah, I have an update about Kevin because I called him. What do you got? And so I saw the I saw the picture. He sent us a picture. Uh, you know that they're getting started. He got one. Um, oh, yeah, um, it's a decent fish. So yeah, so uh, I called him, and as he picks up, I hear really. Oh yeah, and so he's like, "Oh, I gotta call you back." <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so apparently, you know, business is picking up. All right. Good. Good. That's uh, that's strong. Now it's pretty. What do you think that fish is, Kurt? Uh, it's it's uh, teenager. Yeah, high teens. Yeah, teenager. All high right. Teens. All I right. like how he's holding the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the number, number in his, his mouth number. with his outdoor show hat he's, on. Yeah, he's eating his number. He's eating the number. <laughs> You got a little sunburn on the nose there. Well, you got to hold it somehow. That's but it's a, yeah, it's a teenager. And uh, the... Uh, Pretty fish. Here's the thing that I'm looking at. You know, because we were talking about the wind and possibly making it a little bit bumpy. It looks really nice where he's at. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's no problem at all right there. No? I could fish that. Yeah. I was And uh, I was wondering at but some point... But you don't know when he caught this fish. He could have caught this an hour ago, and he's been busy, you know? Maybe. So Yeah, that's true. All right, well, let's take a break. We come back. We'll see if we can get him on the phone, find out what the uh, the real singing was all about, and then we'll do a weather and the tides and see if there's any other updates from, uh, from those anglers fishing in the old school Kingfish tournament. All right? And if you'd like to join us, 904-641-1010. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. I am so fired up because my teams Smoking. have fish that are probably around 50 pounds right now. Okay, yeah, and Gordon think. Groon's teams mm, right now in the teens. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not working. Not working right now. So right now, I am in the lead on well, the little side bet there. It ain't over till the fat lady sings. I know it's not over. I know you it's know. not over. But all right, let's go right to the water. Favor no, no, just no, had the uh, the real sing. Yeah, yeah, we did. We just called another teenager there. So, how uh, how big we, you uh, you uh, you think you, the biggest one you got is? Um, I mean, the one we just let go was probably I don't know six, 15, 16 pounds. Okay, and what what's the first one you got? I would say eleven or twelve. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Look, favor. What? I need you to have a good fish today. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, you're under the gun. That's what he's telling you. Your first objection, right? Your your first. What you want to do first is you want a fish because yep. you want to be in the Nimnik Outdoor Show family draw for ten grand. Correct. Okay. I mean, so so uh, uh, mission accomplished. So now. It's time to catch a money fish. Okay. That's right. It but, can but, come but, at any but time. But here, here's the more important thing than the $10,000 is my no, side bet with Gordon. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, clearly. I mean, you yeah, know, forget totally about winning the tournament. I need you to go to weigh in with a fish because Mullethead has got one that's going to weigh in. I know. I, good, good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what's was, uh, uh, what's the you know, ocean like thing, for you guys right now? You know, I heard you guys talking. I mean, it's it's northeast. Oh, 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 oh we got to go. So still, oh yeah, we got a good one. Gotta all right, go. all right. See you. See you. 
See, that's what I was hoping for. We get one of those. All right, hopefully we'll get an update here in a little bit uh, before we get off the air. But, uh, folks, if uh, if we don't get a chance to get back to favor, uh, stay tuned on our Instagram, Facebook page. We'll be throwing out some updates of, of what we get, certainly from Captain Kevin and maybe some others. All right, so uh, so stay tuned. All right, let's go to the phone lines again. Mark has a boat question. Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Good, good. Good. Hey, look, all I know about is John boats, but I was going down 95 the other day and saw a guy with five 450 engines on the back of his boat. What the hell are you going for at that point? Uh, kingfish. A lot of those guys kingfish. that are in town with a boat like that he are probably fishing the kingfish. Wait a minute, time. wait a minute. He said five. Four. Did you say four? No, five. Five. No, five. I thought somebody said. Wow. Five? And how much 50s? do they run? Yeah. Um, oh. A big outboard like that's probably 50 grand. Yeah, that's probably right. Oh. right. Maybe per, more. Per motor, three. yes. Per motor, yes. And he'd suck gas like, you know, you got to have money you can just throw away if you're using something that big. Well, right? you got to be in a hurry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably both. Holy jeez. I just, I don't know even how that floats is my question and without thinking but that's just me oh it okay, floats guys. pretty well it, does it, it oh yeah i mean if you're okay. running five 450s on the back of that boat that boat not only floats well it uh mm-hmm. it's it's very nice and it probably can catch some fish yeah i'm sure my god i just that just blew my mind and that's like i said all i know about is john Bose. i don't know anything about that big but i saw that sucker going by i'm like I had to count. I had to pull my shoes off to count and make Kirk, sure that was Kirk. If you had to guess, okay, with Mark the boat he saw, right? What are you What are you looking at? Gallons per mile? What is it? Gallon? How do you measure that? Gallons per mile? Mile, miles per gallon, Padre. No, wait. Is it miles per gallon with yeah. a boat, or is wow. it gallons per hour? Gallons per hour, mm. actually. Gallons yeah. per hour. So, what do you think? For with five four fifties, what's a gallons per hour burn rate? Point five. I mean, Ooh. no, 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 no. It can't be 0. 0.5. We're I mean, gallons per hour. I mean, yeah. I'm thinking you're going to burn a lot. You're Ooh. talking, you're talking five, five motors, five gallons per hour, five gallons per motor. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. you're burning a lot of gas. <laughs> you might as well leave your credit card at the pump. Uh, yeah. And I you know you'd uh, have to if you've tow got a, if you've got your a gas tank behind. If you got a 300 and you're going <laughs> wide open, I'm thinking 2.2 miles per gallon, you know, per hour. So if you've got per five motor. 450s, that's what you said, right? Yeah, five, right, five, five. 450s, yeah. You're, you probably open up the gas spout and hear it sucking gas out of the, out of the <laughs> tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You could just hear it, you know, like a vacuum Jeez. cleaner. My God. But okay. you're getting there in a hurry. Yeah, you're True. getting there in a hurry. A boat like that's probably got a, a capacity to hold 700 to 1,000 gallons of gas. Oh, Man. easy. Wow. If not 1,200. Easy. Yeah. That much yeah. power, you're going to get there before you start. Yeah. And you, when you fill up, you're, you're spending <laughs> yeah. four or five you're grand. You're buying a house. Yeah. Four or five Jeez. grand. Yeah. That's crazy. All right, fellas, I appreciate it. All I right. was just flabbergasted the other. Thank you, guys. Love your show. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. <laughs> Bye. All right, let's do a, an updated weather and uh, an updated tides. Uh, what, what do you want to do, Kirk? You want to do the weather or you want to do the tides? I'll do the tides. All right, I'll do the weather. Weather brought to you by the Bearded Pig, the best barbecue in Jacksonville. And if you haven't had the Frito pie, get it. And uh, you can also get it instead because it comes with brisket. 
You can get the fatty or the lean, but you can also replace that if you're looking to count calories a little bit. Get the smoked turkey. The smoked turkey at the bearded pig is outstanding. Here's another tip. If you've got a Friday or a Saturday night special dinner at the house, Mm -hmm. call up the bearded pig and order the big beef rib. Cater it. Mm -hmm. Totally. And, And you can make a meal for two people with that beef rib. Yep. I mean, and it is like eating prime rib on a stick. Beef rib to me is in the top five. The Mount Rushmore of meats, a beef rib is right up there. It's it's unbelievable. I've ordered it, and I, I had to eat it in two sittings. And All right, I mean, the weather. You know. Okay, so I'm not trying to – we haven't had enough, <laughs> enough breakfast to keep talking about that. Uh, northeast winds 5 to 10 becoming east around 10 knots in the afternoon. Seas around 2 feet. Tonight, southeast 5 to 10. Seas around 2 feet. Just keep your eyes open if you're fishing in the tournament for thunderstorms this afternoon. And tomorrow, southeast winds 5 to 10. Seas around 2 feet. And then here's where it gets kind of wow, like wow if you want to fish on the beach. Southwest winds on Monday, 10 to 15 knots, around 2 feet. Monday night, south winds, uh, southwest winds as well. Tuesday, southwest winds around 10 knots, 2 to 3 feet. Wednesday, west winds around 10 knots, becoming southwest in the afternoon. If you want to fish the beach, it's going to be hot, but it's going to be really, really nice weather as far as like the, the, the wave conditions is going to be outstanding. But the temperatures will be up, so just keep uh, keep your thoughts on that as well, and make sure you stay hydrated. All right, uh, Tides of Port, brought to you by Angie Subs, the best sub shop in Jacksonville, and it's not even close. The tides for today at Mayport, Captain Kirk, you you got the tides? I do. Um, you had a high tide at two thirty six a.m. this morning. You had a low tide at eight forty four. So you got incoming water right now. So you got a high tide at 311 this afternoon, and they're talking about at max high, we're only looking at around a 4.4 um, or less. So, I mean. The good thing about the tide is that it's going to be high tide for the conclusion of the tournament. Which is good because it's pushing nice, clean, clear water onto the beach. The tough thing is if you hadn't any bait or hadn't been able to find bait, it's probably going to be really shallow up on the sand. And if it's not on the sand, it's going to be three three miles off the beach or inside that that window somewhere. And the only way you're going to find them is look on your bottom recorder. I know the other day, day before yesterday when we ran out and got bait a couple days ago, the bait was down in the chum hole in 40 feet of water, but it was 10 to 20 feet under the surface of the water. So you weren't seeing the bait on top of the water. You had to look at your sonar to see the bait down and you had to put another 20 to 30 feet of line on your main line going to your cast net to mm-hmm. get it down. But that, you know, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta poke around for it a little bit. That, uh, that's, that's not what you want to do. It's, it's always nice when you're going to get bait pogies and you throw the net when there's, when it's raining on the surface yeah. with the pogies flipping. But I'm telling you, uh, in the last month I've caught more pogies down deep than I've caught them on top. Hmm. I'm just saying. I mean, just watch your recorder, run over a big knot of them, and just keep watching your recorder. Don't watch the, the top of the water. Watch the, the screen. And a lot of times, folks will run up and throw off the bow. And usually what I do is if I'm watching the screen, I'll let somebody else run the boat real slow and just keep steering it. And I'll stand on the back platform of the boat. And as soon as we start marking them, I throw the net off the back of the boat. And I put about 35 
uh, 35 feet more of a shot on top of my main line going to the net and just let it all go out and let it sink. And it's, it works pretty well if you do that. You know? Yeah, Just saying. I uh, uh, just want to send out a congratulations to Lauren and Paul for putting on the best kingfish tournament that there is. Yeah, it's they put a lot of effort into this, and it's 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 really turned out to be a real family fun oriented tournament. Uh, kudos to both of them for doing such a great job. I know a lot of people fish it, a lot of folks enjoy it. I fished it the last two years and had a lot of fun doing it. It's it's to me it's low stress, low volume. Let's go have some family fun kind of a tournament. I like those kind of kind of com- competitions, like the El Cheapo. You know, it's all about just going out and catching a handful of fish, you know, and having fun. And I uh, just want to remind everybody that they are going to be live, okay, at uh, 2 p.m. And if you go to their website, oldschoolkingfish.com, there's going to be a, a spot that you can click on to carry the live stream that's going to be carried over YouTube. So that starts at 2, that will conclude at 5.30, so they will carry the weigh-in on YouTube for the Daily's Old School Kingfish Shootout presented by Yellowfin. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so it is. Should be, should be exciting. Hope the weather stays good for the weigh-in with no storms yeah. or anything of that nature. And uh, and I hope also because if you, if you when you have storms, it always makes it a little bit dangerous. Well, one thing is, and I'm looking at the radar right now, the front line, this low-pressure front, or what they call a coal front, is right level with Jacksonville right now. I mean, if you look at the the radar, I mean, the front line is right sitting over Jacksonville. So just watch to the west. We did have some thunder boomers pop up yesterday afternoon. You know, the heat's going to get up a little bit, and as it does and it starts to climb, those thunderstorms will pop up. Just look to the west, and, you know, you're close to home. Uh, Don't do anything dangerous, you know. Have Mm. fun. Mm. All right, so uh, if you were fishing today, Kirk, what would be your game plan? I'd hang around the inlets. I'd do what Kevin is doing and, and get away from the inlets, get away from people, get to a spot that I've caught fish on. And as soon as that tide started coming in, I'd head for the inlets. What do you, what do you, um, what water depth? What's the magic depth? I've caught kingfish trolling over the top of the main rocks at Mayport. I've seen Steve Mullen catch kingfish up the river at Huguenot Park. Huh. So once that water starts pushing and all that bait, once it starts pushing in, in towards the coast, you towards can get the coast, I get tight right on those rocks. You got, you got one of the largest artificial reefs in North Florida right there at Mayport. Same thing at Fernandina, same thing at Ponce and basically at St. Augustine, you know, some of the biggest Kings I've ever caught. I've caught right at the mouth of the inlets, uh, the Nassau River, mm-hmm. you know, because you've still got a rip line that's been there since the low tide. And that rip line, even though it's not heavily defined, as that clear water starts to push in, those predators come in with it. So you're staying in the clean water outside that tide line that, yeah. that existed from the low tide. Looking for a big fish. I did. I trolled, how do you know how fast to go? Um, you only troll as fast as the, the bait can swim. Slower the better. Okay. You know, like Kevin deploying a, a – a trolling motor, to me, it's genius. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of the guys do that now. I mean, I, that's what I do a lot of times to conserve hours on my outboard. I'll drop the trolling motor and just troll with a trolling motor. Mm. You know, and okay. you're just dragging the bait as, as slow as it can swim and making it trying to look as natural in the water as possible. You're trying to match the speed at which the bait normally spin, spins around through the water or 
or swims, and it sets the predators off. You know, you're trying to fool them. Yeah, you know, and the big big fish don't get big from being stupid. Do you know of anybody that's ever caught a kingfish on the fly? I'm, I'm asking because that's on a, a fly good rod. Question. I, I because I mean when you're it's been done. I know it's been done. Mm-hmm. Do you it's, troll the no, fly? No, you, what you have to do is find a bite. Bait and switch. You know, you've got to go find a bite of fish. So when you pull up to a spot and you're feeding a bait out of the back of the boat and he takes it out of your hand, mm-hmm. you know, and if that happens, I mean, that's money. Okay. That's when you want to pull the fly rod out, start mm-hmm. pull, pull a silver streamer out, start throwing mm-hmm. it in the water. That's when you hook one. You'll have to put a little piece of wire on there. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. That'd be interesting. Oh, it'd be cool as crap. All right. Well, we appreciate uh, all the captains for contributing today and giving us an update on the water, and we appreciate our sponsors as well. Wild West Guns and Gold, Kirby Co. Builders, Whalen Bay Marine, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Standard Feed and Seed, Ring Power and Cat Rental Store, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, LV Hires, Inc., Consignment Boat Sales, Coastal Equipment on New Kings Road and in McClenny, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine, Angie Subs, Duck Duck Rooter, and the Nimnick Family of Dealerships, Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway, Chevrolet on Cassett. And again, appreciate all the captains, appreciate Paul and everybody for contributing here for this, uh, this yeah, outdoor fun. show uh, edition. Yeah, a play-by-play. That was cool. And we'll talk to everybody same time, same place next weekend. See ya. See ya. I'll have my problem to thank